Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You have any freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios, coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. Like our stream and chime in. What do you want to discuss on this chilly Thursday? This fall Thursday in Eastern North Carolina. We got a lot to talk about on today's show. The big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, will join us coming up later on this hour. He has a big play in already on East Carolina, South Florida. What side is he on? We'll tell you coming up later on in hour number one. We'll talk Thursday night football, look at the college slate, and more with Jeff Nadeau. In the 4 o'clock hour, we will analyze with our analysts. We've got Kevin Monroe joining us to talk pirate football. We got Cy Seymour joining us to talk some pirate hoops coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. So Kevin Monroe, Cy Seymour in the 4 o'clock hour in 5 o'clock touchdown tony collins aka halftime tony collins will join us in the pirate radio studios we will talk ecu nfl and more and we got mike houston donnie kirkpatrick and blake harrell comments to get to as well shirley rhodes is here cj has a camera right in my face troy d alongside chandler's here hey guys what's up what's up good to see you man we started this month with a pirate storm with the pirate radio kickoff party what a way to celebrate we end the month with a hurricane what a month it's been in between. Troy D has had that line in the crock pot. I just thought simmering about it. All Honestly, that. when you were given the rundown, I was just thinking about what a month this has been. And doesn't it seem like a year ago? Boy, this month has been a year, I tell no, you. Doesn't it seem like it's been a year ago when we had the Pirate Radio football kickoff party? It's that was this like, month. Seems like it's been a while. I'm like, this has been the longest month and maybe the most fun month in the history of my life. But I'm just saying it has been a long time. You know me versus time. <laughs> And this is kind of a sad day for me today, Clip. Got to be honest. Well, I noticed a couple of things. Almost made it through September, but I did not do it. First day since spring, summer that I had to do it, Clip. Notice anything different about me? I noticed a lot different about you. You look uh, like you've I'm, been in the woods for three weeks. You haven't I, shaved. Well, are you? Are the winter depression cycle already kicking in? Seasonal effect disorder may already be here. I uh, have Jeez. lost the shorts. I'm in in pants. Yeah, I, I don't see. have I don't have flip flops on. I have shoes, and I have a hoodie on. You know it's winter when uh, Troy did. You can't see his legs or his feet. <laughs> this has been a tough day for me, but I, this is the transition. Today was the day. It's over until spring and summer now i might have should have brought a jacket from home but uh it's too early for it's a little cold i was outside last night watching tyler's jv football team rose who's six no by the way uh win again and by the end of the game it was absolutely like freezing to me and it was probably only in the 60s but i'm like i can't take this i cannot take the cold clip and then i think if you move to florida what's going to happen you get beat up by a hurricane and then you're flooded to death there's no easy solution to this Moved to California, you got earthquakes. Correct. Everybody has their problems. Yeah. 
Sounds like you have a lot of them. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway. we are with you during these dark times. Thank you. This, you guys lift my spirits. By the way, it's September. Like we're not in February. I know. It's a long way. And if go. I can't handle this at the end of September, what's going to happen in the end of January? I think you're just going to have to get mentally tougher. I know. Physically tougher. Correct. But more mentally, just I, think about yeah. hot times. I don't know. Yeah. Should I grow the beard out? What do you think? It's kind of looking like yours a little bit right now without I mean, the mustache. We look like some ragged fools up yeah. here. Yeah. I don't know. I think you should go with it. You look should rugged. Yeah. All right. I may let it ride. I may let it ride over the weekend, and we'll make a judgment call on Monday. It adds to your depression look, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you look you look really depressed. So, uh, On the inside, I am. <laughs> on the outside. Don't let the smiling face fool you. He is the sad clown <laughs> yeah. on, the, uh, on the inside. Anyway, great to be here. Looking forward to a weird kind of football weekend for ECU. This is another weird anomaly weekend road game supposed to be playing in south florida actually playing as you've mentioned in south florida as far south as miami will be playing but against south florida which is in tampa which is really central florida but central florida isn't in tampa that's in orlando everybody got that everybody taking notes but it is weird south florida really isn't it's really mid florida it is yeah that it is uh, i thought about this i didn't mention it and but, they changed uh, the game time to 2 30 for those of you that did not know craig said it must be hard on troy no more pictures of his feet and legs by the pool and beach it's the sadness is creeping it's in true. dang are we That's done with the feet pick for a year for this year yes all right yes I'll, sorry it's a sad day folks <laughs> sorry it's rex ryan day. you sickos are gonna have to wait to 2023 or subscribe to my only fans rex ryan you're gonna have to get your kick somewhere else buddy not <laughs> here at pirate yeah. radio sorry no moss yeah so, uh, those days are over adios feet pics still archived you can go back and <laughs> yeah yeah view them at your pleasure for your viewing pleasure yeah. to help you get through these cold <laughs> yes. months look at troy d's feet yeah this is now hoodie jean weather <laughs> sucks uh all right so we are let's see where we are right now you mentioned it 230 saturday 230, kickoff boca yeah. raton uh east carolina have you seen the line you know i was getting ready to ask you i saw it like when it opened but what is it now it's such a weird deal it is at nine huh nine nine and a half mm. what do you is that too much for this team of uncertainty right now maybe i think the pirates bounce back uh i think they win the game and i think they could win it like they did last year which was by 15 i believe it was like a 29 to 14 or something like that mm. uh i think it will be higher scoring than that but i i, I like the pirates this weekend all right i do too uh, but uh i say pirates don't cover all right, so Pirates in a close one. Yeah, seven. South Florida has played four. up and down. Down. Down and... Didn't they compete against... Who was it? That they went had? to the Swamp and competed yeah. against that, Florida. They, right, that game. They I are battle-tested. So their only win came against an FCS opponent, Howard. And they have lost to BYU, who we'll see later this year. Uh, got blown out in that one. They were blown out by Louisville last week and then had the ball with the chance to beat Florida at the end but came up short. So I wonder if that Florida was one of those don't let the same team beat you twice kind of thing. They were so close, let down, and then just didn't really show up against Louisville. So this will be their first meeting against a team that is kind of comparable to them you know what yeah. i mean and and also a variable for ecu our first road game so we haven't been on the road we'll have to see yeah. how this team responds and then a weird road environment as i say that i think the atmosphere will be anemic you know and for those of you that don't know what anemic is it's uh kind of a dead atmosphere 
I don't think a lot of I think a lot of the South Florida fans will be distracted by the storm. May not be headed to Miami. I just don't think there'll be a big crowd for this one. You did the math the other day. From Tampa to Boca Raton, it's what, like a three-and-a-half-hour drive? Yeah, four-hour drive. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so imagine if it was the other way around. You're recovering from a hurricane. We've got to drive from Greenville to what? This side of Asheville, you know? Would you do it? I was going to go the other side of tailgate. No, would you, would you drive it? I can't. I got to be here. Right, right. I know. I meant the collective you. Not, <laughs> not you personally. I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah. Uh, but if, I, it, if you weren't, would you? I don't know. It's hard to get in that headspace. I haven't been to a road game in like 17 yeah, years. I mean, we're lucky to get you to a home game, so the answer is probably no. But You can get me to home games? I, you got tickets? I could help you, yes. All right, yeah. I, I want Tony's to, ticket. Uh, I would. You know what? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to go ahead and go on the record right here, right now. We have not talked about this. Here you go, Cliff. I, I see you sitting over there in the other section. I, I saw you there one day. And, and we I saw do, you. And we saw do, you, buddy. I do invite Tony to the game. Tony leaves at halftime often. He did stay. Actually, I got to give Tony credit. I do believe he stayed well into the second half on this uh, this uh, this last game, the Navy game. So I do. I, although I won't be here at five, I know you will be. Uh, I do want to give Tony credit. Okay. For extra credit, if you will, for staying extra long for him. I am the messenger that so I Troy com- gives me a message at three to pass along to Tony at five. I want to compliment him. Okay. I want to shake his hand. In staying longer right. into the second half. And I can't remember if he stayed to the end, but it was very close. He might have stayed to the end. Third quarter. No quarter, Tony? No. Maybe I he stays till the no quarter yeah, flag. Yeah, I, think he, I think he might have made it to the fourth quarter. No actually. quarter, Tony. Yeah. All right. So anyway, I want to compliment him. But I do have Tony sit with me. I would like you, next game, if possible, to also sit with me and Tony. All right. I'm going to pull a Troy D move here and say, uh, what do you call Troy when you're waiting for, see what other offers you get? We'll see. Yeah. Maybe? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the best offer. That's but fun. that one's on the table. All right. That's I appreciate cool. There, there is an offer on the table to sit with me and Tony. <laughs> All right. That would be kind of fun. We could call ourselves the Fun Bunch. All right. Hmm. Right on the front row. Fair enough. Paparazzi would probably get some pictures of you there. Yeah, not big fan I know you're not a photo guy, but you yeah. know what's going to happen, so I'm just warning you. Yeah. You might even get my boys are on the scoreboard multiple times. Clip Rock with his shirt off is a guaranteed winner on the scoreboard. Is that? I heard you talk about that possibly doing a show. How about at the game with the shirt off on the scoreboard? If I'm shown in the stands at Daddy Ficklin Stadium, I'm taking my shirt off. Absolutely. Hands down. I would be disappointed if you didn't. That's a done deal. Yeah. Uh, Isn't AT in that section too? Uh, AT does sit with me. Man, it's going to be selfie fest. There's going to be a lot of pictures. AT's busy videoing the whole game. You won't even notice him. (laughs) He's recording every play for Did he take Meteor's job or is he an amateur? I think he works for ESPN or Plus or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Is this phone connected? Let's look at the replay. We're going to get out to AT. The dude's videoing every play. He works for CSTV. He's still. But hey, look, everybody has. I think it's massive. He says, you do you, I'll do me. I'm like, okay, you do you. I brought this up the other day. Does Troy remember this sometimes i remember troy's life better than troy does <laughs> you do, uh, we played south florida in fact i brought this up with jeff charles yesterday we played south florida we had a hurricane here troy d yeah not in florida but yes. here um, brought back some terrible memories actually you and i were doing the post game mm-hmm. and the uh the situation deteriorated i guess yeah. you could say this was under the comfort era 
we had error. lost the game. It was another loss. Mm-hmm. We were like, what? A, and you decided, hey, let's end the show so we could get home. Right. Because there's no need to. Correct. I wanted right. to get. Because it was folks, about to get dark. I wanted to get. We made an executive decision yeah. to get our people out of harm's way before it got dark. Appreciate that. Before roads got flooded. So you could at least see on your way home to Winterville, to Farmville, yeah. wherever you were headed. Uh, that we didn't we did the post game but we did not do an extended post game right so we were here yeah. so we went home but do you remember what happened that evening yeah the, the team was trying to come back on a bus and they should i said they should have just spent the night hunkered down uh they tried to come back on a bus they got stuck well on, well first of all they flew to virginia right because they which, couldn't fly into they, here well they should have stayed where they were first yeah, of all in florida, in, in florida which was my first choice yeah they flew to virginia and then tried to bus back, got stuck on the bus on a two-lane road. I was in communication with people, multiple people on the bus that were reaching out with me with SOS texts, help us texts, communication. They couldn't talk because they didn't want to be overheard, so I was getting blown up with text messages uh, about the situation. They felt they were being lied to by the leadership at the time and what was going on. They were stuck. They hadn't moved anywhere. It just, it kind of deteriorated into a mini disaster at the time. So we started reporting on it. Yeah. And uh, Jeff Charles talked about yesterday how horrible of a decision that was. (laughs) Terrible decision. And said that they all kind of split up into groups, pulled off, found a hotel, slept for like four hours. They ended up literally at a Super 8 motel was one of them. Um, They were able to get off that road and they ended up having to spend the night away from here. Yeah anyway so the decision to come back was a bad one they should have spent the night in florida let things calm down here because the storm had moved through here um and then you know and i did have a little bit of a flashback to that one with this storm because now it's going to be out of florida it's going to be up here i don't know how quickly it's you know it's not moving as fast as some of these storms but i think i don't know we'll have to see what's going on saturday yeah when this thing is done this game's over at you know 637 and the team comes back on a charter it's going to be clear down there in miami but what is the situation here yeah right i mean there's some Getting question back marks here. yeah i mean and it may be fine by then it may all be over by then potentially i'm not saying it's not going to be it may not be an issue but it does bring back those memories and uh i felt bad for the travel party on that one because i thought those were all there's like one bad decision after another from what i understand the equipment truck left today the team will be leaving on friday via mm-hmm. plane so uh and and east carolina has had practice every day this week yeah. the flight is going on as scheduled just to a different location mm-hmm. like they haven't really been Business affected by this at all really yeah Pitt county schools will be closed friday yeah uh, and i've sent notes some other schools closing friday and that's probably out of an abundance of caution lily was bummed you know? out she was going on a field trip tomorrow and guess where they were going to have lunch troy day um parker's barbecue really mm. so uh she's oh, bummed man. Out. And they're missing out kids get to have like a field trip to parker's <laughs> i think that's just part oh, of the trip that's awesome yeah that's the part i was interested in. hey y'all are going to parker's uh wow, that's pretty cool how many kids were going i do not know oh well maybe they can reschedule that though yeah that would have been a fun trip as a kid yeah she had to put in her order earlier this fun week. trip as an adult yeah. i was there today eating lunch clip no kidding Fact, you, how many this, field trips have this you made is filled there? with parker's unsweet tea as we speak very nice mm-hmm. very nice so uh yeah pitt county schools about closed a, about once a week i'm field tripping to parker's also due to craven county schools being closed no dh conley no conley football tonight so that has affected the high school football schedule so no conley uh they were scheduled to play havelock 
tonight. Been a good game. That will not go on. In fact, Brian Bailey said he was looking around. That's the only game in the area he could find uh, with a team with a winning record playing a team with a winning record. Mm. So it would have been the game of the week. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's not going to happen. I would like to listen to that one, actually. Uh, I hate that they're not playing that one. David weighing in. I was saying me, you, and Tony could be the fun bunch. He's saying it's more like the whack pack. All right. So just passing along comments clip yep because well you know what you can also pass along What's that? besides a comment if you're listening or watching we like comments but you could pass what? along or like or smash that's even better yep do that smash first. it and subscribe it do it like it smash it it's easy just check out all and it's free too. chandler how many people oh. have yet to uh like oh. or smash guys we got some work to do give me the news we have 13 more likes on YouTube, more than people watching. Or, excuse me, 13 more people watching on YouTube, more than likes. He wasn't even supposed to be here Nah, today. Chandler's a little rusty. He wasn't yeah. supposed to be here. So, this is this counting like an extra day for you on your day off? Is this like, are we your second chance fiddle, you know, because your first opportunity blew up with the high school football game? Like, what's going on here? I guess this is the second choice of the day. Yeah. So we're like his leftovers clip. And this entire show is scripted. Everything Troy and I have said has been scripted out, written down. Mm-hmm. Chandler didn't have lines for today's no, show because he was supposed out of to be script. here. That's probably why he messed up just a moment ago there. Yeah. So well, try that again. one again. Take two. So there is now only nine more people watching than people liked on YouTube. That's got to change, folks. Smash the like, smash the sub, and let's get it up uh, to a higher number than this. Oh, my gosh. Facebook numbers are rising. Be the change you want to see, folks. It starts with you. You don't have to wait around for somebody else to do it. You you be the change. Be the change and, agent. And we talked about this the other day, Troy. Coffee bean. People probably think people probably think we're wanting them to do this to benefit us. That is completely wrong. Not necessarily. We we are, we are wanting well, listen. Sorry. We want Sorry. people to like and subscribe. So it benefits them, so they know what's going on in, in the Pirate Nation. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. You, so th- this is benefiting them. Duly noted. When yep. you subscribe, when you follow Pirate Radio... You're you, helping yourself out. Yes. You will get updates. You'll know when the Mike Schwartz uh, basketball yeah. media day interview drops. You'll yes. know when we've got Donnie, the, the coordinator interviews Mike up, Houston. The player interviews. All of our videos. Yeah. Announcements. Yep. Had a chance to go to the first ever Mike Schwartz press conference opening day of practice you never forget your first no that was kind of good i was i was you know i was there i was like wow this is his first ever real media thing on the court here you know i just that thought went through my head while we were talking to him was it special for you i thought it was unique all right yeah what'd you take away from the uh press conference uh well it wasn't really uh, it was more of a media scrum than a press conference but uh i took away he's a very articulate good speaker good in front of the media very natural uh, has a lot of energy, enthusiasm, a likable guy. I've talked to people that said, you know, they were upset about the way the Dooley thing went down. They didn't want to like this guy, and they ended up, you know what? They ended up liking him. Yeah, it had nothing to do with him. Oh, I know, but I'm saying, you oh, know, no, yeah, I'm just talking you. about uh, some folks I've talked to. But he he's a likable guy. Um, we'll see what happens on the court. Cy Seymour, I talked to off the air. Even Cy was like, and you'll never hear Cy say anything negative. But so I was like, this was, I don't even know if I should be sharing this. A lot of uncertainty. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, that was like the most negative thing you'll ever hear Cy say. Oh, <laughs> a lot of uncertainty here. A lot of guys are gone. Yeah. We haven't seen these guys play yet. I'm like, wow. 
But he's saying it with a smile. Is, is this Cy being negative? But he likes Schwartz. I, yes. We'll talk to Cy later on in the show. There are, look, they're going to take their lumps this year. They, you look at the rosters in the American East Carolinas, and we don't know a lot about these guys, but it doesn't stack up to some of these other teams in the league, in the yeah. league, uh, or even in the non-conference. Yeah. So, Cy, uh, I they look great at practice. Of course, they were going up against nobody. Yeah, I mean, they were sure. I'm just saying, there wasn't another team there. They looked really good to me. Yeah, I have very, very low expectations year one of Mike Schwartz. So yeah. um, it's all about expectations, folks. Yeah. Uh, See, that's and that's probably motivating to him. Remember when Cliff Godwin got here, and I had very low expectations of Cliff in the baseball program the first year he was here. Hmm. And remember, and, I, and he kind of, I remember him saying he, he remembers that, and he went. What did he do his first year, Cliff? Do you remember? Yeah, they went well, to the uh, conference. Tournament. Yeah, won the conference championship. Well, Mike Schwartz and his team's not going to win the conference championship. This well, year. I'm just saying, will he use that negative energy from Clip Rock with low expectations as the motivating factor to yeah. win the American Athletic? Conference? I'd love for him to do that, but it won't matter. I'm just. I'm just putting a parallel out there. ECU will not make the tournament. I've you heard it here. I've created you low expectations. They might not win a game all year. You heard it here, when folks. When I create low expectations, it results in results. When you create low expectations, it results in low expectations. Do I have to remind you what happened last baseball season? Where Cliff? I mean, we have the clip of him saying Cliff didn't believe in us, and now we're here. They had their greatest year. Arguably, so ever. maybe this only works in baseball. So uh, I think it works when there's good teams. Yeah, like this basketball team. You don't team, believe in. Yeah. David has a uh, line for the total wins for the Pirates this year on Facebook comments. Over, Will it be double under, digits? Over under twelve 10? wins. I was gonna say ten. Yeah, they'll win some non-con games. Yeah. I'll look at the, uh, the slate over. real quick. Uh, but look, I'm gonna. We're gonna be there. We're gonna be supporting them. And again, it's year one. If it if he. If it doesn't go well, it doesn't say a lot about Mike Schwartz, I don't think, year one. But like Mercer, Presbyterian, Hampton, those all got to be wins. Win, win, win. South Carolina State, Coppin State, High Point, and then you get into conference play. They can probably win. They win a few in conference. So Which ones? Uh, Temple at home, South Florida at home. Do they still have Damian Dunn. Is Wichita State still down? Mm. You know, they've, they've had some tough times lately. That'll be tough. I'm not going to count them as a win. Uh, we could we could beat Tulane again, even though they're good. Fighting Corey Glores. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they'll, they'll win a few. They'll lose a lot, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm excited anyway. I will say getting out there on the court, talking to coach, hearing the ball dribble, seeing the guys – Kind of got me a little into basketball. Oh, and um, I wasn't, and you know me. I'm firmly in football season. You're not into basketball. Don't. I got to tell everybody. you, I caught the fever a little bit out there. He'll be the at that day. first game though. I was. He'll, he'll be. Will he? I was he'll out be, there. No, he will. He, he's no, a first I'm, game guy. Yeah. All right. Troy's a first game guy. Question: Am I at a first practice guy? Yes, I am. What color shirt are you gonna be wearing? Because Mike well, it's a gold out, baby. has already yeah. told you what to wear. Gold out. That was through my question. What do you expect here the first game? Well, I expect 8,500 fans in gold. Yeah. So, are you going to be one of those? Oh, no, I'm not willing to commit. <laughs> I, I will be at the game. I'll commit to the, going to the game. I am not going to commit to what I'm wearing. What if he looks up at you during the game and like during the timeout and he's like so disappointed? And you, Is he going to be wearing gold? He's the coach. He's not a fan. Well, what are you talking about? What a great role model. Do you want be. Mike Houston to wear a. Uh, 
Kentucky Fried Chicken. What's the guy's name? Colonel Sanders suit during the whiteout. That, no, that that would have been awesome. Yes. That would have been awesome. That, that actually I, 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 can't, been I can't lie. That would have been awesome. I got my freaking goatee yeah. like Colonel Sanders. We're gonna have a freaking game. But if he could talk like Colonel Sanders in the post game. <laughs> Listen up, folks. We had a tough time running the ball. What if Schwartzy comes out in a freaking looking at bright Nike. yellow suit? I would love it. Like the old Coach Mac purple jacket? Or you know that, uh, what was, oh, no, no, no. I was thinking, what were the colored suits in Dumb and Dumber? That was, it was like was bright it orange and blue. I yeah, orange. Say. Okay, it was orange. I was yeah. going to say, man. But he can get the, like uh, the yellow version of that. Yeah. Be a good look. I'm I think saying, the days of coach practice what you preach. I think the days of basketball coaches wearing suits is long gone. How about just though. a gold golf shirt? Yeah, a lot of these guys go. Oh, well, now what will he wear on the sideline? We've yet to see that. Is he a sport coat guy? Is he a golf shirt guy? I think he's is he a be warm up suit guy. A is golf he a, is shot. he a tie guy? I don't think he's a tie guy. I don't. I don't nah, see it. I don't think he's a tie. Tie. tie? tie? Ty? Why didn't you ask him that? Why didn't you just go to the press conference, well, Troy, and say, Ty? Ty? Do I want to, do I I want to give Ty? all my best questions out of the gate, or do I want to save a little something for later on for media day? And Keep a little stuff? meat on the yeah. bone. Ty. I hear you. But I will ask him that. Ty? That will be my next question. Golf shirt? So if I go listening, don't steal my question. I'm yeah. going to ask, what is he going to wear? All right. Well, uh can't wait to find out that let's take a break we'll come back more to go hour one pirate radio live here on a thursday got a giveaway for you as well coming up later on in the show a lot more to go we're back with you after this listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by university pc care your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now back to the show welcome back grab your amigos and head to chico's for the best mexican food and fun in greenville come and enjoy favors like shrimp tacos steak and chicken fajitas burritos enchiladas acp and more follow chico's on facebook and instagram for daily updates for Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. All right, back with you here on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes, C.J. Schaefer. The Chan Man here because uh, high school football affected in the area. Weather. Yeah. All right, cool. Any other games? Well, it's, it, no, the game was not canceled. I just decided, you know, Chandler my, canceled his appearance for my safety. At the game. I just decided I will not make the. Mm. He didn't want to drive hour and forty five minute trek back to Sampson County. Understood. Okay. Yeah. It was more of my mother. You're you're a grown man. You're still your mom's telling you what to do. Well, no, I I I made the decision, the final decision. And what was your mother have to do with it? She says, she, "You sure you want to go back?" She kind of put it out there, and you. And I was like, "Nah, nah, nah." Are you, the, young, like, are you nah. the youngest, Chandler, in your family? No, I'm the oldest. Oh, you're the oldest? Okay. There's me and you're, my brother. All right. But he's still the big baby. Big baby Chan, is what they call me. Troy D is here as well. <laughs> and uh, having a good time here yeah. on a Thursday. Thank you for your help with the power, by the way. That was a 
great job by you getting it plugged in chandler i appreciate you getting it through the hole here and then i was able to make the connection real uh teamwork during the break it took three of us literally to (laughs) how many idiots does it take to charge a computer the answer is three yeah and you're looking at that was pretty impressive right there um something i was gonna ask you on i forgot anyway go ahead uh i got nothing what you got no i no, i was had something to bring up to you during the break and then i had a senior moment and i forgot all right uh still looking to see if so what's this uh what's ian gonna do he's gonna go to the mountains go to the western part of the state i don't know i've seen like all these different projections i think if we're, i saw one it was like you know they have all the noodles the the lines of where they could go and i think they you know there were 30 of them i saw that one spanning as far you know west of charlotte and there was one that came that looped over right over greenville mm-hmm. but it was only one it wasn't like multiple ones like most of them are west of raleigh but there was i was like man if this one's right this thing's gonna come right over greenville and by the time it gets here what is it it would be weakened it would probably just be and right now i think it's a tropical storm i want to say um so but it would probably it would be more like a nor'easter probably by the time it gets here you know still plenty of rain and wind and flooding potential yeah not not the devastation that you're seeing in florida because it is Boy, the early pictures out of there are looking rough yeah so right now i guess it's uh it's the eye of it anyway is sitting back in the ocean and it's going to make a landfall it's 70 mile an hour sustained winds right now yeah uh 40 miles northeast of cape canaveral canaveral florida Mm. thank thank you clip cantori yikes um it's jim cantori did he get a hit with my god didn't know almost i thought you know and i i put it out there on my twitter i said if this guy's gonna die this is the way he wants to go in a hurricane impaled by a stop sign yeah on live television on live tv you can't do it during the break you gotta do it live tv if the guy's gotta go honestly i even think jim cantori would say this is the way i want to go i mean you hate to say it but kind of like uh steve Irwin, the crocodile yeah but the difference is that happened and no one saw it he he got speared with uh about stingray stingray and nobody saw it you only heard about it cantori's a glory hog he wants it on camera he wants it on camera live on the weather channel in prime time clip rock yeah he can have a like a light post come and hit him in the head and he's laying in the streets and his head's bleeding and they're going to go help him he's like no this is how i want to go yeah this is how i want to go Do not send a first responder (laughs) let me go (laughs) do not resuscitate yeah Jim Cantori, uh, but he no, he got taken out. He was like he. That's the most aggressive fall I've ever seen from him in a hurricane. Yeah. He lost his footing. He fell, um, and he, he looked like he was in harm's way. Uh, Troy, by the way, related topic. I got some uh, Trojans for our recorders to take to practice next week. And, and I will say this: and her, water is the enemy of a microphone or a handheld recorder Mm -hmm. so and i think this girl must have been doing local tv down there i don't think she was a national person but she had a a handheld she had a microphone and she i I forget her name she actually came out and said yes we use condoms on top of the microphone because they protect the microphone from getting wet and destroyed pretty genius when you think actually so and then the yesterday it made the rounds around the internet everyone was like does she have a condom on this microphone because it had a condom look to the top would you say a reservoir tip some would say yes professionally speaking 
And she came out today and said, yes, it indeed was a condom. And that was protocol for them at that station Yeah, to put condoms on their mics. And I think that's practicing safe broadcasting. Yeah. They should be commended. Uh, no, nah, I mean, it is a great move. It's going to keep things out. Yes. Keep things dry. Keep things safe. Correct. Especially when they're in a lot of, you know, rain. And I like the resourcefulness of using something intended for something else to help you yeah. in life. Then I thought about well, what else, if you had to keep the mic dry, what else, you know, what else could you, because you still need to hear through the mic. So I guess the condoms still let sound through, but it does not let water through. Do you use like saran wrap? Well, then I thought, yeah, saran wrap. I thought, what if you did a glad bag? Would that work or would it be too loud? Would that take too much of the noise away? I was just trying to think of what other options do you do to make a, you know, if the mic's not waterproof to make it waterproof. And there's not a lot of, there's not another, I mean, to be honest, in her defense, or the, or the I don't think she defense? needs a defense. No, I, I think it was a, probably a smart move, and yeah. I wonder why more people don't put condoms on their microphones. It was not like a gag. It was yeah. like, we need to get this and, audio. And as someone that has purchased a lot of mics, they're very expensive clip. So I would, as part of the management team, want them protected. And, I mean, you can go in a bathroom and get a condom for 50 cents. Right. But these mics cost hundreds of dollars. Yeah, and you want to protect that investment. Absolutely. All right. Don't want it ruined. There is our hurricane coverage for today but that caught a lot of buzz yesterday yeah it made its rounds yeah we'll uh be with you 10 30 a.m saturday morning on the bud light pregame tailgate taking you up to the 2 30 kickoff uh jeff nadu and others have asked me this question thought we handled that story very maturely by the way definitely yeah i think you i think everybody's wondering why 2 30 that is a good question that i i I we don't have the answer to at the moment i don't know why Mm. not sure yeah, I got nothing. Uh, I maybe they just wanted to go ahead and get it done in the daylight and be done because it's they're they're having to get people down at uh what is it F A F A U or F I Florida Atlantic F A U, I guess they've got to get all their officials to work <laughs> it. They still have to have even a few people show up. They still there still takes a, a large group of people to pull off a game. Yeah, and, and I saw they were doing ten dollar tickets general mission i can't imagine it's gonna be a lot of folks no hardly hardly anybody i would just open it up for free if i was them but um i guess it's to go ahead and get them in and get them out yeah you know uh works for me why wait till a night game yeah you know if you don't need to and it's on the plus anyway you could pretty much do it whenever right you can put it on exactly it's not on a network you could say why not noon honestly why 2 30 2 30 is a very weird time correct that i understand moving the game up yeah why 230 or not two <laughs> yeah like a nice round like, number or one or noon i i don't know yeah that's a good question i don't know how they came up with that but anyway tis i have tis. a feeling espn was somehow involved in that it's going well we'll squeeze it here on the i guess yeah. Right. yeah who knows all right um troy the bears are two and one despite yeah. having the worst quarterback in the nfl well your statistically thoughts? speaking yeah but he might not be at the end of the year. All right. Well, I'm just speaking of now. We yeah, don't know what's going to happen at the end of the year. He needs to work on his passing. Are they going to uh, let him? Are they going to let him throw? I don't know. <laughs> I listen to the Bears. Now. Okay. I bet your kids' uh, JV team throws more than the Bears do. They, they actually, they're uh, they're a wide open spread offense <laughs> for real. They throw a lot. Yeah. Um, I listen to the Bears pregame show at a uh, WGN, which is an hour, which Dan Hampton's on. It's very funny. And then their post-game call show, which is just like our fifth quarter, uh, but actually not as long as our fifth quarter. 
But they these guys, they're former Bears that host it. They you would have thought the Bears lost by 30 last week. It makes our fifth quarter look like Candyland clip. A Girl Scout convention. Nothing compares to what I listened to last week, uh, how they murder these guys after he wins. After a W. <laughs> yeah. It's entertaining now, I'll say that. But the former players, the people that call in, it's a great show. I yeah. need to get you hooked on it. And uh, Bears are only three-point dogs this week against the Giants. They could win again, and Justin know. Fields might complete seven passes, and they win another game. I've just Who been knows? happy I've been able to dump my tickets so far. <clears throat> hey, if they keep winning, that's good for you, right? Yeah, stock is up. So uh, keep on keep on winning. Uh, Thursday night football tonight right here on Pirate Radio. If you don't have Prime, we got you covered. Just turn on the radio, old yeah. school. Uh, Dolphins at Bengals tonight. Now, what about matchup. the uh, Thursday night game with uh, Bears and Commanders? What about it? Are we doing? Do you want to do a watch along, or is that too painful? It's going to be pretty painful. Yeah. And not enough. Here's the problem with that watch along: more people will see our watch along than the actual game. Because that's Thursday not night, a problem at all. Yeah, actually, that might that be a good a one positive. to do. They may would rather watch us tell what's happening because they don't have prime, right? So they just pull us. Maybe up. we should do that. Maybe we should. I'm interested if you are. What week is that? Would you be 10, interested? 13. That's October 13th. Yeah. As as a so like I'm the Bears fan, you're the Commanders fan. You could be a neutral party, Chan man. Yes, there will be an event that I have to go to that day, but I will be able to join. Always afterwards. something before work, isn't it? Yeah. Always something. We're always your second choice. Man, what do you got? A high school PA? When convention? I was your age, it's I put my career first. You put yourself first. Wow. This is an event that you should probably be at too. Oh yeah, this is a work event, isn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> So, that has not been announced. That, yeah, good uh, point. Yeah, but the game doesn't start till eight, oh yeah thirty. Well, and the, here's the other caveat: you I got, got, I got a might have a potential conflict with the, my kids. Your calendar team. is full. Yeah, although a lot of these games, you know, unless there's another storm brewing, they're going to play Thursday. So, uh, but you could come by after the game. I could. Yes. So let's tentatively say a second half watch along. Watch along. How about I do the first half, you do the second? <laughs> that way, neither one of us will have to watch the whole game. It's the best of both worlds. All right. All right well, let's table this and yeah. figure it out. I got to uh, get to Nadeau, Troy D. Nadeau? Yeah. He's got a big play. On, on uh, ECU? Could be. Now, here's the question for Nadeau. How, what's a big play to him? How much does he bet? Is the 1000 bucks like a big play to him? Nah. Or is he going bigger than that? I, I, that I don't know. Next time you talk to him, can you ask him for me? Like you asked, you pass messages to Tony when you when you have an opportunity to talk to him again. Could you pass that along? I will not today, but I will yeah. next time. Yeah, that's fair. I'll ask him in private and see if he wants to share that information. Okay. So, all right, uh, Troy, enjoyed it. Good seeing you guys. See, uh, we'll uh, stay safe. What are you doing Saturday? Uh, well, I was planning to be at the beach. Those plans are on hold. So I'll probably be here. What are all you right. doing? You want to watch the game? I mean, I'll I'll be here all day. Maybe I'll pop, you want me to pop in the studio, do a little pregame? Uh, if you'd like. Yeah. You yeah. can hang out. Yeah, I'll come see you. Uh, we'll have Country Mart. That's right. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Yeah, I've never had that. That'd be yummy. Sasha's dog. I'm I'll, excited. Why don't I uh, do an hour with you in the pregame? All right. I think we got Shuffle, Igo yeah. slated to go from 11 to noon. So if you want to come in around noon or so. Okay. Pull a nooner. Yeah, I'll see you at 12. All right, good deal. Done, done. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. The big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, joins us when we return. 
he likes a side ecu south florida he'll tell you what side he's on after this Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT expert since 2006. University PC Care is the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Thursday night football coming up tonight right here on Pirate Radio. Shirley's Dolphins taking on the Bengals. Also two a time, two a time. One college football game, BYU and Utah State. Cougars, big favorites in that one full slate of games coming up this weekend let's talk about it all with the big man on campus jeff nadu barstool sports he joins us today on the pit electric live line big man how you doing today pretty good clip how are you doing great got uh big man on betting coming up four o'clock folks can watch that on youtube and uh, uh my recommendation is to check out this program and then at six tune over to youtube and give jeff a like and subscribe and uh, how's that going for you so far a few weeks into it jeff it's going well clip i'm i'm very happy with it to be honest it's uh doing pretty well on the youtube channel i mean you know the pick centrals and the pickums are going to do really well but outside of that the show's uh i think really one of the more popular ones so yeah hopefully people enjoy the info i know Barcelona at times is a lot of fun and comedy but we try to bring it raw and people like that stuff you know all the good content good information so we're pretty happy with it. no doubt good stuff jeff and dude joining us jeff uh east carolina taking a step back last week especially on the offensive side defense played uh well enough to win that game more than well enough to win that football game against navy so now the pirates will try to bounce back after a loss they were able to do it uh after a heart crushing heart-wrenching nc state loss they bounce back with a win and a cover can they do it again against south florida this south florida team has played a really tough schedule and uh they don't have any results to show for it really their only win coming over howard they have been beat down by louisville and byu had a tight game against florida so interested to see uh, what kind of south florida team shows up this game will be in boca raton it has moved from seven o'clock to two thirty, so it should be a pretty stale uh environment uh, there in Boca Raton. So, I don't know. How do you like East Carolina coming off a loss? South Florida coming off a, a blowout? What what uh, what kind of game are you expecting on Saturday? Yeah, you know, I got to be honest. Like, I'm I'm not sure I understand why why is it moved from seven to two thirty? If you can't play at seven, why couldn't you play at two? I don't I don't that I don't know. Yeah, yeah, very odd. But that being said, first of all, this, this is a really just terrific spot for East Carolina. I, Obviously, I think anytime you get a team that, you know, is a bold team, a, a team that, that's solid and very good, anytime they lose, I think you have to look to play them in the next game. And this is the perfect team uh, to take out some frustration against. I have talked openly, South Florida is one of the worst rush defenses I've ever seen at this level, honestly. And I'm not, I'm not sugarcoating that. This is a disaster of a run defense. 
Um, they're allowing seven and a half yards of carry. Okay, so think about that clip. You hand the ball from first and ten. Uh, you're generally going to face second and four, second and three. I mean, it, they're that bad on defense. Um, they're not much better against the pass. Um, this is an offense that is slightly better than they were last year, but let's not write home and act like they were anything last year either. This is a bad football team um, with a lot of issues. ECU, as you alluded to, veteran-led, good on offense. They have a good quarterback. We all know what they have on offense. But I think the big story this year for ECU is how good they've been on defense. They're only allowing 21 points a game. Uh, They've got a great run defense. Everything about this team says that I'm willing to go and lay numbers like this on the road. Throw in the fact, again, it's awful loss. I also think that whole hurricane situation works out real well for you here. I mean, remember, ECU will not be affected whatsoever by travel or anything weird. You have to think the routine was probably screwed up significantly for people at South Florida, for players at South Florida, throwing the fact that um, you know, they probably have family that's affected by this. It's just kind of a rough, rough spot for them. Uh, their travel will be thrown off. You look at last year. Uh, you know, 29-14, you know, I, I expect ECU's offense to be a little bit better. Um, I'm gladly going to lay eight and a half. In fact, Cliff, if ECU wins last week, I think this number's 12 and a half. I think anything under 10 is a very strong play. I think it's one of the best plays of the week. All right, big man is on the Pirates. I like some minus nine total at 57 and a half. And that game on Saturday will be with you at 10.30 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, taking you right up to kickoff. Jeff, uh, let's look at some other college football. Game on Friday night, and and boy, this is college football. This is Sports 101. I mean, Tulane goes out to Manhattan, beats Kansas State, which, by the way, K-State bounces back with a win over Oklahoma. Tulane goes out, loses to Southern Miss as a big favorite. Now they got Houston. And I don't know what's going on with uh, Dana Holgerson's guys down there. Houston is a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Tulane. Totals at 55. And uh, kind of a pivotal game here for these two teams if they want to make some noise in the American this year. Uh, both have had their ups and uh, and certainly their downs here so far this season. What do you think about that matchup? Yeah, so I'm looking at this uh, total, and I'm still trying to understand why it's 54-and-a-half. I-, I guess – I guess we're looking way too much to me and what we saw last week with Tulane and what we saw last year with Houston. I'm not sure what these odds makers are saying that I'm not. Um, the truth of the matter is Houston has been a disaster on defense. I mean, they can't stop anybody. I, I, I don't know what I'm missing here. Um, I know that Tulane obviously had a low-scoring game last week against um, or, or whatever that was against Kansas State, but that's just how Kansas State plays. They're still a really good offense. I mean, Michael Pratt's still a quarterback who wings it around. I don't think this is a defense that's very good. Um, you look at this game last year, it's 40-22. to 22. I, mean, I mean, there was no issues where Houston moved the ball. That's not been the problem this year. For Houston, the problem's been uh, on the defensive end. And until they get that figured out, I don't think this defense is very good. I, I don't know why this total's 54-and-a-half. Maybe they're just seeing something that I'm not. Um, but I'm gladly going to probably look towards an over in this game. Well, I ultimately bet it. I don't know. But, Cliff, listen to the last four games between these teams. 40-22, to 49-31, 38-31, 48-17. I mean, all those games were with Michael Pratt generally at quarterback yeah. and a high-powered offense. I don't understand this total. I don't see it. All right. Uh, look to go over in that one. Jeff, how about a big game uh, for NC State here? And a big game for whoever wins this will have to 
the driver's seat in the Atlantic. I heard uh, Brandon Walker saying that this is a big game for national, you know, college football playoff purposes. The winner of this NC State Clemson game, uh, you know, if they do run the table, could, will be there at the end. So, who comes out on top? What do you think of the line? Was it Clemson by seven? I believe I saw last. Yeah, I got to tell you, I mean, uh, I I really respect Brandon Walker. I, I enjoy talking football with him. I couldn't agree more with him. I think, you know, uh, to be real honest, I'm I think if, if Clemson can win this game, I, I think they're a, they're a group that you know, I don't know why we're not talking about this team to to win you know the entire thing. I, I grabbed them a twenty to one uh, the other day. Um, I think they have a lot of value, and I think if they win this game, that will drop and go to ten to one probably. Um, you know, they have some games here. I mean, Florida State won't, won't be easy. And obviously, you know, Miami, but to get that game at home, this is, I think, their toughest test of the season. Um, and this is absolutely a game that matters. We don't really know what Clemson is. I think we know what they are in defense. Okay, yeah. This week, it was just a, a high-end game, a lot of high-powered offense there. But this is still one of the better defenses in the country. I blogged this week about how good I think this Clemson offense can be. You look at Clip, why they're able to be so good this year. They're playing a lot quicker. They're allowing D.J. Olagalele to be in better spots. I think he's better on the run. Um, and this offense has, has looked a lot different. 24 points a game last year. They're up close to 50 this year. I don't think they're going to score 50 a game, but they're still significantly better. He has 10 touchdowns. He only had nine last season the whole year. He only has one pick. Um, this guy is a lot more comfortable in this offense. This is a big test, though. Obviously, you're going to have some hurricane uh, rain there, some wind. I think it suits Clemson a lot more, though. I like their run game with Will Shipley. I think the defense comes back and plays really well here. If you listen to Dabba, the first thing he said all week and last week after that game was defense wasn't good enough. Yeah. Expect them to be much better this week. I'd lay six and a half here. I think Clemson is really good, and this is a huge game for that team. Total at 43, so they certainly have a lot of respect for that defense and, of course, the NC State defense. On that note, Jeff, I was super impressed with Wake Forest. We know what they are. They can't really stop anybody, but they can score. And I didn't know if they could score on Clemson. And, man, they were moving it up and down the field. They are seven-point dogs on the road at Tallahassee. we got to watch some of these Florida games and everything. I guess they're going to go on as scheduled. But um, keep an eye out for schedule changes, things like that. But, Look, yeah, go ahead. I think something I, I think, and I'm going to talk about this on my show, something that we have to, to get into is, you cannot allow these local weather people to tell you to worry about Saturday. Another total I don't understand. If people are looking at the Clemson weather, if this game starts at 7 o'clock Eastern okay, in Clemson, South Carolina, you know what the weather is, Clip, at 8 o'clock in Clemson on Saturday night? 62 degrees, no rain, 2-mile-an-hour wind. Yeah. That is not going to – those are pristine weather conditions. We have to stop all these uh, – uh, Talking heads are going to tell you that you need to watch every game. Uh, listen, the weather's not going to be bad in a lot of these games. I, I'm, I'm not real sure why this total is in the low 40s um, because Clemson's really good on offense. I think this is not a high-scoring game, but 42 seems too low. As far as the game in Tallahassee, another team I really like, Florida State. Obviously, we need to make sure that Jordan Travis is fully healthy this week. Um, but this is another heavy, uh, you know, pride to me, this will be another high-scoring game for Wake. Throw in the fact that Florida State's really good on offense, too. This is a shootout. First to 35 wins tonight. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Jeff, uh, 
I know sometimes you like to uh, to go off the beaten path, but any interest in the the SEC games this week? You got Bama on the road at Arkansas. It's a big number at seventeen and a half, and then Kentucky, top ten team on paper heading into Oxford to take on Ole Miss. Ole Miss a seven point favorite in that one. Uh, any any action in the SEC headliners this week? Yeah, Ole Miss has been bet up all week. I mean, this one is, is crossed over to seven now. That's that's pretty important. I mean, if, if you like Kentucky, that can't be good for you. Um, you know, I like I like the under a little bit. That's starting to get bet down a little bit. I I, I thought this was a a game where it's just lower scoring. You know, typically typical SEC matchup that kind of thing. But yeah, you know, I like Kentucky a little bit. But I definitely am a bit concerned about the the movement up to seven. That's a very strong move. Um, I, I want to highlight a team, and then I, I just want to touch on Iowa quickly. I want to talk about a team that not a lot of people are getting into. This is really the guts of, of Division One, but I want to bring them up. Uh, UTEP. Um, I, I'm pretty high on this team, Clip. Um, I, I was really impressed with what I saw last week with them defensively. I went ahead and played an under last week in that Boise-UTEP game. Came in pretty easily. But it was the fact that how good UTEP's defense was. This pass defense is terrific. Uh, they're very good up front. They're well-coached. They're prepared. Um, they've got a pretty solid quarterback in Jacob Hardison and some weapons. They're playing a team in Charlotte who cannot stop anybody. I mean, Charlotte's a lot 56, 56, 41, and 42. And, Cliff, let me tell you this. They allowed 41 to William & Mary, you know, 41 to Georgia State. This is not a good football team. Uh, they've got some quarterback concerns right now with the quarterback, Chris Reynolds. I like UTEP. This team has been bet up all week. I like this UTEP team. I think they are a bowl group. This is a big game if you want to be bowl eligible. I like UTEP a little. Um, do you have time to talk about Iowa, Michigan? Yeah, yeah, good. I, I'm blown away at all the Michigan love I'm seeing. I'm not sure what people need to see from Iowa at home until they stop betting against them as a dog. I know they're not a good offense. I get it. I'm not stupid. I know about college football. But the truth is they're really good on defense. Michigan, I think, showed some real issues last week in the receiver position. I think, you know, when you look at this spot, first road game for Michigan as well. A lot of people aren't talking about that. They have faced a nothing burger on defense. Colorado State, Hawaii, Connecticut, Maryland. Nothing to write home about. This is a major step up on the road. Clip, Kinnick Stadium since 2000. Okay, Kirk Ferentz teams, do you happen to know uh, a little bit about their teams? Do you know anything about how good they are against an underdog? What's the what's it look like? Well, I'm going to tell you, Clip. Kirk Ferentz has played 15 games against top 10 opponents in Kinnick Stadium since 2000. They've only lost one of those games hmm. by more than eight points, and that was to that Maurice Claret team in 2006 oh, wow. from Ohio State, coached by Jim Trestle, who would go to the national title game that year. This team does not lose. In fact, over the last five games, they've actually beaten four Top five teams at home. The only loss was by two to Penn State. Hey, this team is too good to be getting double digits defensively in this game. I will gladly be them, be on them. I'll gladly back this group. I think they're good enough. Michigan, first road game, bet against them. All right. Iowa plus uh, the 11, uh, according to the big man. Jeff, we got uh, Thursday night football tonight right here on Pirate Radio. Two undefeateds remain your birds and Shirley's fish, the Dolphins. Our underdogs, though, on the road tonight against the Bengals. Uh, what, what does that line tell you, that the uh, undefeated Dolphins are dogs? Well, that line tells me that uh, 
that the Bengals are going to win by a touchdown or more. And I, I hate to say that because I'm a big Shirley Rhodes fan, but um, listen, I think the Dolphins are, are you know, again, sorry. I don't think they're actually going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I hate to, I hate to burst the bubble there, but I mean, they shouldn't have beat the Chiefs. Now, I know a lot of people say, well, they did, uh, and so be it. But I mean, they were outgained in a lot of these games. Um, Look, a lot of things have gone their way, and, and yeah. I think getting a guy like Tyreek Hill is huge. I mean, that helps a young quarterback so much. But this line is telling you all you need to know. The Bengals are my Super Bowl pick. We haven't talked at all about Joe Burrow. We just forgot about Joe Burrow. They're still a very good offense. They're still a good defense. Let's not let one half of football in the first game dictate what we know about Joe Burrow. Um, I don't know if I'll bet this because I feel like I couldn't get it at two, two and a half, or even three. I'm not going to bet it at three and a half. I still think the number should probably be four here. Um, the whole world loves the Dolphins. Um, I- I'm going to kind of go the other way. The best team in the NFL right now is the Philadelphia Eagles, and after tonight they will be. Uh, Bengals lay it three and a half. Chad Nadeau joining us. Big man, awesome stuff. If you want to hear more, check out Big Man on Betting coming up 4 o'clock as uh, he will talk about what's going on, college football, everything in between. We got hoops coming up. I know you're fired up about that. We had ECU practice uh, for the first time this week with Mike Schwartz. So got some basketball coming up, man. Yeah, I saw. I was uh, I was looking up a little some things, and, and I saw that uh, you know Mike Schwartz and the boys had uh, their first practice. So yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to basketball. It'll be here before we know it. I know we uh, we, we were talking this week about getting uh, you know the new uh, round ball podcast started. Yeah, uh, we've got a great interview for the first. Uh, couple of shows yeah looking forward to it but not far away jeff we'll see if we can track you down on saturday get you on the uh, bud light pregame tailgate but we appreciate your time here today man i need you to find out why that game is moved. very odd but yes absolutely Cliff. i'll be there all right we'll uh, get our investigative team on that jeff nadeau joining us today loves the pirates coming up saturday against the south florida bulls we will take a timeout come back hour two pirate radio live Ed on YouTube is asking, what is Brittany doing with her life? That is a reference. Chandler, what is that a reference to? I have no idea. Holy cow, Chandler. That's a reference to Mike Patrick calling a game on a Saturday night and all of a sudden out of nowhere in a crucial moment in the game. He says, what is Britney doing with her life? Is he talking about Britney Spears? And the color analyst goes, Correct. Britney who? And he goes, Spears! <laughs> what is she doing with her life? And the color analyst says, do we care? <laughs> <laughs> In fact, um, I want to play that when we return, Charlie. So we'll, uh, I'll have, uh, to, hunt it. I'll have yeah. to hunt. We probably got it, but it's on YouTube. But we'll hit the uh, Mike Patrick, Britney Spears I remember watching that live as it happened, and it was uh, phenomenal. All right, we'll take a break, come back. Kevin Monroe joins us on the other side. Talk Pirate Football when we return after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years and you can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best 
best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UVE. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. We'll talk some hoops later on this hour with Cy Seymour as he will join us on the program. Also, touchdown, a.k.a. halftime, a.k.a. no quarter, Tony Collins will join us at 5 o'clock. Talk Pirates, talk NFL. Got a giveaway for you as well. Chandler, uh, why are you staring at me? Well, you mentioned giveaways. I was going to bring up this. was just informed. We ask people all the time here on Facebook Live and YouTube Live to smash the like and smash the sub. Mm -hmm. How about you smash the follow button on Instagram? I was just informed that we are 12 followers away from 16.5 thousand followers. All right. Do it now. Uh, Personally, I'm not much of a grammar. That's fine. But a lot of folks are. I'm more of a tweeter, and then some of you folks aren't. That's fine. It's everybody. What, hey, whatever you want, it's out there for you. And by the way, it benefits you because when you follow us every Wednesday, we have a giveaway. A giveaway. For your chance to enter and win big on the Station for Winners Pirate Radio. By the way, uniform alert, uniform alert, uniform alert. No, not for ECU, but for the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh I wonder if they have a white helmet curse. Oh, my God. They're going if... all white tonight. Who cares? Against the Dolphins. Who cares? We have another uniform alert. If... We have another uniform alert. Who cares? On Sunday, the Washington Commanders. Oh, who cares? Are wearing all black uniforms. They're going to be debuting their all black uniforms, baby. You know what? If every team in the NFL stopped worrying about uniforms and focused on football, then every team would be undefeated right now. But last time I checked, 16, count them, 16 teams lost last week. Probably because they're focused on uniforms. I don't, I don't get it disgusting i don't get disgusting i don't even know why people wear clothes and the other 16 teams that won are lucky to win after wondering what they're going to wear with their uniforms think about this think about everybody you encounter during the day what are they all doing they're wearing clothes they spent time picking out a wardrobe combing their hair putting on makeup doing all these things that don't matter when really what we should do is roll out of bed butt naked and go on about our day and save that time and focus on our jobs on our families on what's important stop focusing on stuff like wearing clothes am i right i'm I, you're right thank I, you i want to read your tweet the other day because it was funny my lawyer came into court wearing a tie hey pal less tie tying more review in my case mm-hmm. the lady cutting my hair was wearing makeup hey Rhonda. You cut my hair with your hands, not your bulldog face. My preacher was wearing a suit. Hey, guy, get me into heaven, not GQ magazine. Am I right? We focus on these things. Why are we so focused on wearing clothes? We need to focus on winning football games. And that is my satirical take for the day. Uh, Shirley. Yes, sir. I'm not the only lunatic out there because Mike Patrick's still out there. Why, yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> and Mike Patrick was on ESPN, the worldwide leader of sports. BCSPN. Got him. And he was calling a football game. And this is an SEC football game, primetime Saturday night. I believe it's in overtime. 
It it's is an a overtime. crucial moment. It is 23 to 20. Who's Alabama, playing? Alabama and Georgia. And I believe Georgia is going either for a field goal or, I mean, it doesn't matter what they're doing. It is a, it is a prime time in that football game. It yeah. is crunch time. It is a serious moment in that football game. And this is what he had to say. I have an important question. Go ahead. What is Brittany doing with her life? Who? Brittany. Brittany who? Spears. What is she doing with her career? <laughs> Why do we care at this point? Is she here? <laughs> I don't think so. Is she a football fan? Oh, I'm sure she is. Was he? Was this a bit? Or like sometimes I, I'll say, "Give me some uh, things to say during the pregame show," and you just throw them in there. Did somebody say, "Hey, Mike, if you uh, bring up Britney Spears tonight, I'll give you five hundred bucks"? Mike Patrick had to have been in an interview where the interviewer had to have asked him, "Hey, Mike, what the hell were you thinking when you were asking about Britney and her life and her career when it's twenty-three to twenty, Georgia versus Alabama in overtime?" What a weird. What what a random question. Now. In his defense, there was a pause in the game. I don't know if there was a timeout at that particular moment. But it's still but it random. Could be, it, it could be that he thought, yeah, I've said just about everything there is to say about this game. And just let's talk jump. pop culture. Yeah, let's talk <laughs> pop culture. What I, I, I mean, to? it was completely random, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, you know as well as I do, Clip, sometimes when you're doing a show and all of a sudden you realize you have more time to fill and you're like, I got nothing. Uh, I probably, in that case, would have just looked at the stat sheet and brought up something about the kicker or the Well, maybe he just had, you know, one of those... Why is Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart hanging out together? What's up with that? I mean, he could have had a brain hiccup. So Ed on YouTube is the one that brought it up. What What is Brittany doing with her life? And then he also said, probably our favorite line there, is she here? Is she here? <laughs> so many great I lines. I don't think that. she is. Spears. Uh, News Now Carolina says, please keep your clothes on. Here we go. Somebody more focused on clothing than getting the job done. Somebody goofing off on YouTube while they're from News Now Carolina. Shouldn't you be looking at the news? Maybe you should focus on that. Right now. Shouldn't you be looking at the news? Now? In Carolina? Why would they do that? (laughs) We took them to task. (laughs) They look a little salty. You are you keep what are you doing? Yeah. You should be looking at the news right now in, in Carolina. Carolina. No. Mike P says people who waste time washing and dressing are afraid of the grind. Exactly. Egg exactly. You said it. Shirley, let's go to the uh Pit Electric Live line. Because we got football to talk about. Enough Britney Spears, enough uniforms, enough clothing. Enough news now, Carolina. Now, here's an important question. (laughs) Now, here's a Kevin Monroe going to be for Halloween. I'll get to that if you'll let me get to the interview. We head out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to Kevin Monroe, former Pirate color analyst on the Pirate Sports Network. He joins us today on Pirate Radio Live. Kevin, how you doing, man? 
I'm doing well, Clip. I hope you are. Yes, sir. Doing well, and uh, hopefully the Pirates will get back on track this Saturday. And uh, frustrating one last week, Kevin, and, and listen to quite a bit of it. Uh, was able to watch some of it as well. And uh, and man, uh, just I guess we'll start offensively. We had talked about how this offense was moving in the right direction, and I really thought back to our conversation last week when you said Holt Nailers had done a great job of decision-making, and then, oh no, throws across the body, the Cardinals sin for a quarterback late in the game, you had a Rajay fumble in there, a missed field goal, just, man, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong for the Pirates there and uh, and lost, and, and now we sit here 2-2, two and two, Kevin. Uh, what'd you think about Saturday night? Well, you certainly can't give a team like Navy extra possessions, right? They're not the Navy of old where they just kind of eat up eat up yards and go up and down the field and score a bunch of points, but they are still Navy, and they can still get three or four yards a pop, and so they're going to maintain time possession. They're going to get more first downs than you. They're going to move the chains, and so any opportunity you have to keep the ball, stay on the field, keep your defense fresh, and go score points, you have to do it, and so those two turnovers were huge. You know, the, the whole Naylor's one, obviously, you're going down to try to get, have a chance to win the game in regulation. And uh, you make that throw, and it's, I think it's third and one, third and two. You're scrambling. You can probably get the first down. And and, and it seems like every time we are discussing a Holt Naylor's decision that, that maybe didn't go so well, you're always like, he could have ran and got it. And so, yeah. you know, you, you hate you hate thinking like that. And, and you, and you kind of want him to just err towards, if I'm not sure, just run. And, and I get that, that Coach Kirkpatrick is probably telling him we don't want you to hit that much, you know, throw the ball away or whatever. Uh, but late in the game, fourth quarter, game's on the line, just run, see what happens. So didn't work out. Roger Harris has a fumble as well before that. And so, yeah, you, you said it all. You can't turn the ball over against a team like Navy because you're going to lose those possessions, and those possessions are very valuable. Kevin, what overall was, was that defense? And they came into the game with some good defensive numbers, but – what did they do to, to slow down this Pirate offense? What did East Carolina not do on Saturday that it, they had done the previous two and, and really three weeks of the football season offensively? I mean, can you put your finger on it? It's hard to say. It's a good question. I, I will say this. As a defense coordinator in college football uh, at the FBS level, if you have two weeks to prepare for a team yeah. and you don't come up with a good scheme, that's on you. And so you know, it seemed like they just did a good job of getting in Holton Ailes' face forcing him out wide, scrambling, you know, not not let, allowing him to get comfortable. And so he just never got into the groove of the game. And it was just, it was unfortunate because the passing game never really got going. Outside of Isaiah Winstead, no one else really uh, did a whole lot on Saturday. And so it was just – it was rough. Rajay got going early, and um, it was good to see him have some good runs. Uh, but, you know, Keaton didn't get going, and then he got injured. And so you, you lose your big play threat um, from the offense. And so – yeah, they just got bogged down. And I felt like the creativeness of, of the offense, of the play calling, kind of got a little bit stagnant at the same time. And, and so, all in all, the offense just looked like it took a, st- a couple steps back on Saturday. Yeah, no doubt. Defensively, Kevin, you, you hold Navy under three yards a pop. You you play well enough to win. They give up plays in the passing game. We talked about that last week. It happens. We knew it would. But, man, Navy really hurt them on some third downs and some big – passing plays but overall blake harrell's side you could tell they were prepared uh, for the triple option attack kevin listen you in regulation after giving up 17 points and under 300 yards <laughs> rushing against navy you've done a great job yeah so uh hats off to, to blake harrell on that defense you know the dive play was pretty much non-existent uh you know the, the the quarterback run they got us a few times the pitch man got around the edge once or twice but for the most part when they ran the football 
the Pirates were there to contain it. But they, they snuck in some, some crucial third-down pickups, as you mentioned. They had the one long pass play. And, and the Pirates answered that pass play offensively. Uh, so that one didn't kill you. But, man, you just, you just feel like if you give up 17 points, you should win that football game. And that, that onus has got to go on special teams in, in the offense because they've got to find a way to generate some points because the defense did play well and they were out there on the field a lot. Kevin Monroe joining us, Pit Electric Live Line. It'll be East Carolina, South Florida this weekend in Boca Raton. And Kevin, when you think about football and, and hurricanes and those two things intertwining, uh, does that bring back some, some memories for you? <laughs> I'm telling you what, and being displaced and then playing in a different stadium, absolutely. Uh, obviously, Hurricane Floyd in 1999, my senior year, uh, getting ready to play Miami, and, and all of a sudden we're playing them instead of in Greenville, we're playing them in Raleigh at NC State, and uh, Everybody knows that story. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've been there. I know what this is like. Uh, you hate it for those kids uh, that, that make their homes in Tampa. And, you know, I, I don't know how, how bad some of their, their apartments and houses and, and things are, how much they got affected, how much flooding there is going on. But I know obviously Greenville got crushed back in 1999. So um, you, you're happy that you get a chance to, to play some, some football and get your mind off of what's going on in the state of Florida. But you, you, you can't get away from it. You're going to be thinking about it, and those guys will be thinking about it. And then also you kind of steal a home game away from them, right? You know, I mean, USF is, is one of those schools. It's kind of a commuter school. There's, there's not really a, a huge home, you know, home, home field advantage anyway. But then you move that game to Boca, you know, I think they had 31,000 against BYU, like 28,000 against Howard. They're not having that in Boca. And so all of a sudden you steal a home field advantage away from them, and that's, that's tough when you're in college football because you only get so many home games. Kevin Monroe joining us, Pit Electric Live Line. And Kevin, the, the when you hear about distractions, and it can be school, it can be family, it could be female-related, uh, and, and it could certainly be storm-related, does that stuff, uh, do the distractions come in like during the week? I imagine when you're on the football field, you said it's kind of a, a chance to forget about it, right? But if there are distractions, does that kind of hurt you in preparation? When does that creep into your mind? When How did it affect you uh, back then? Yeah, I guess it depends on how big the distraction is, right? If it's a hurricane, then you're just not getting rid of that. I mean, you're thinking about, is my family okay? You know, is is my property fine? Like, what's going on back home? Like, right. that bothered all of us. I mean, and if you remember in that game, we got down pretty big oh, yeah. in that game, and, and we had to rally back. And so you, you could tell that we had some distractions going on. You know, if it's a fight with a girlfriend or, you know, you made a bad grade on a test or something like that, that you can get past on the football field. But, you know, the, the bigger, the harder it is. You know, we had we had people that had, you know, problems back home, maybe a, a, a parent passed away or something like that happened. Uh, and you could just you could just tell. It just it, They weren't the same during that game. So, uh, you, you know, you're kind of taught as a, as, a, as a student athlete to kind of compartmentalize things. When you're in class, you're in class. When you're on the field, you're on the field. But it's hard. And so you, you will be susceptible to some, some, kind of, some types of distractions. It just depends on how you handle it. For you younger Pirates that have heard Kevin Monroe on broadcast but never – seen him play. Kevin, uh, were you guarding Santana Moss or Reggie Wayne or both in that game? Both. <laughs> more, I was on Reggie Wayne more often and yeah. Forrest Foster was on Santana Moss more often, but yeah, I had to guard them both and so uh, it was pretty crazy. Matter of fact, I met Reggie Wayne later in life and uh, and I kind of I kind of said to him, hey, do you remember that ECU game? And uh, <laughs> he, he didn't think it was as funny as I thought it was, but uh, that, was a, that was a fun game for us. No doubt. Kevin Monroe joining us. Kevin, uh, South Florida comes in here. Boy, they're a, 
a wounded animal right now. They got blown out by Louisville. And then two weeks ago, they have the ball with the chance to beat Florida. So I tell you what, battle tested is certainly a phrase you can use with this team. They've already played BYU. Uh, Louisville and Florida, they lost those games. Their win came over Howard. So they're looking for their first FBS win. Uh, and and they, uh, I don't know, it's kind of tough to look at their numbers right now, Kevin. They played some really good teams. Their defensive numbers are uh, really bad on paper. Yeah, not so good. They're not so good. They gave up, you know, well over 500 yards in game one against BYU, uh, 386, I think, on the ground and, you know, two-plus through the air. I mean, you can't start a season like that. Uh, they bounced back. You know, against Howard, obviously, in Florida, play a little bit better. Uh, and, you know, you, you take a team like Florida down to, to the end, uh, you're doing something. And, obviously, you know, it's an in-state. I won't call it a rivalry because, you know, obviously South Florida's probably never even beaten Florida. But it, it's at least people that have been recruited by the same coaching staff. Um, they went to the same high schools. And so there's lots of similarities there. And so you want to go out there and play your best, similar to similar to ECU playing NC State or, or Carolina or somebody like that. You, you want to go out and play your best. So the, the guys had a lot on the line, and then you have that huge letdown, and then you go play Louisville. Uh, it's just, you know, it, it's tough to bounce back from that. You know, I've, I've done it before in my career where we've had a big win or, or close to having a big win, and then the next week is kind of a trap game. So those things happen. Um, I, I would I would err on the side of saying uh, that this South Florida team is as good as they were against Florida and not as bad as they were Right. Against Louisville. So I, I would expect somewhere in the middle, but I think they're going to play much better against the Pirates. Yeah, and expecting an East Carolina bounce back as well after the loss to Navy last week. We're talking to Kevin Monroe. Uh, Kevin, uh, how about them Cowboys uh, win the other night? And uh, the line for Washington Dallas is only three. So I'm glad, I'm glad Vegas knows something I don't because this commander's team can't block anybody right now. I don't know how they block uh, Parsons and company coming up on Sunday, but. Uh, first time the the commanders will take on the Cowboys. Still weird to say, right, Kevin? It is weird to say. It, it'll be interesting. Um, you know, I obviously was excited to see them beat the Giants. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't think that the Giants were very good on offense. You know, Sons, uh, Saquon Barkley, uh, and they don't they don't block anybody. As you said, it, with, with with the Commanders, we've had two two straight games now where we've been lucky enough to place offensive lines that weren't very good with Cincinnati. And the Giants, and so hmm. being able to put pressure on quarterbacks and stack quarterbacks will make a big difference in a football game. And so it allows the Cowboys not to have to score much points on offense because they're playing so well defensively. I don't know if that carries on into into this game with the Commanders, but we'll see. I mean, you know, two weeks ago it was it was Michael Parsons doing everything. This past week it was Armstrong and Demarcus Lawrence. Hmm. Uh, so I'm glad to see those guys stepping up. And uh, Kevin, the Eagles keep winning three and zero. You you ready to say they're real? I am. How about you? I mean, I was, you know, I've, I've not been a huge Jalen Hurts fan in terms of I thought he could be the guy, but man, he's proven me wrong. Yeah, he is. He is making play after play after play, and and I don't know that he was doing this a year ago. Uh, you know, he was taking off and running more often, and wasn't making the big throws, and uh, wasn't as accurate as he is right now. Uh, but he's in the zone, and if he's playing like that, they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, Eagles and Dolphins, the last uh, remaining unbeaten teams. We've got Dolphins Bengals tonight right here on Pirate Radio. You can check that out tonight. Kevin, uh, always enjoy the chat, man. Oh, oh, Chandler keeps wanting me to ask you this. Uh, we are about to enter the month of October. Uh, you know what that means? It's Halloween season for the Monroe family. So, uh, Kevin, you got big plans this year? I've got big plans. 
uh, tell him I've, I've, I've made all my purchases. I'm just waiting on things to come in the mail, and he is going to like this year. <laughs> Can't wait for that reveal. We'll have that for you later on uh, this uh, this calendar year. Kevin, thanks for joining us today, man. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll uh, chat with you again soon. Yeah, Cliff, anytime. There is Kevin Monroe, Mr. Halloween, and uh, Chandler. Sounds like he's ready to go. Can't I wasn't going to I know he's not going to reveal it this early. But uh, he's got some big plans for this year's Halloween. And for folks that don't know, uh, Kevin has had some epic costumes in the past. We've posted those on social media. We'll have to bring that back this year for Halloween. Oh, absolutely. He's been Michael Jackson. I want to say he's been Tiger Woods, maybe. Um, but he has got some stellar, and I mean stellar costumes. And he does, and he goes all out. Like, he doesn't like half-ass it. He, he goes all out, and, and I cannot wait to see what halloween 2022 has in store for kevin monroe let's take a break when we return Cy seymour is back we will talk some hoops on the other side of this timeout with Cy seymour been looking forward to this one for a while we'll hear from Cy when we return after this You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard? Winslow's is now 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room. With a brand new look, 5th Street Hardware also has a new menu and serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 1030 on Sundays. What else is new? Well, 5th Street Hardware now has poker every Tuesday night and trivia Wednesday uh, with DJ Captain Morgan. It's a new look, a new name, but the same location on 5th Street right beside the State Theater. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right. I want to get over there for some poker sometime. Sounds fun. And they have some good grub. I've had the wings, chicken and waffles. Chandler's a patty melt guy. Oh, the patty melt is to die for. Got some great, uh, great food over there at Fifth Street Hardware. All right. Welcome back into the show. We have talked football, but basketball season is approaching. First practice for East Carolina. Earlier this week, we heard from Mike Schwartz. Let's talk to the man with the plan, Cy Seymour, who joins us on the Pit Electric Live Line. Cy, great to talk with you, man. And uh, it's a good day to have Cy on. We got a storm rolling in. We got the Pirates coming off a loss. So, Cy, we need some of your positivity today. How you been doing, man? I'm doing great, Cliff. Everything's doing fine. And uh, this time of year, you got everything going on. You got 61 home runs by the Yankees. You got basketball going, baseball going football going hard to beat this time of year yes sir very exciting time and i was excited to see east carolina on the hardwood earlier this week beginning practice and we heard comments from mike schwartz and si uh first of all have you got to know uh coach schwartz since he's been here and uh, just your overall thoughts on uh him going into year one here at east carolina uh, clip I'll, t- I'll have to tell you I- i've gotten to know him uh and also i Generally speaking, I would go to maybe one workout this early and then start hitting workouts earlier. I've probably been to five or six workouts because he's a pleasure, and he is a really good basketball coach. And 
and, I, and we've had great coaches. I'm not, not knocking anybody. But this guy here welcomes you. He wants to get it done. He is a tremendous teacher, uh, Cliff. He, I mean, he, he takes the court off and gets his spacing correct for his players. Uh, he doesn't allow foul language. He doesn't use it. They don't use it. And look, I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying this is his theory, and he also teaches immensely. I mean, it, it's just it's fun to watch. I, I'm just telling you, I'm a guy that's seen them all and love everybody. Uh, I think you know when you look at it, the only one I walked out of anything that I said this guy's cut above was Chris Beard when we lost to him at Arkansas State. Yeah, uh, in Las Vegas, I left there saying that guy there is on a plane that we aren't on yet. And, and listen, we had great coaches. This guy's on a good plane. I'm telling you, he is a good basketball coach. Got good, surrounds himself with good assistants. But he's got a tough task this year. Cy Seymour joining us. I remember listening to that ECU Arkansas Little Rock game and being frustrated and you talking about Coach Beard and you look at where he is today. Uh, we had uh, Patrick Mason on from the Daily Reflector yesterday, also Stephen Igo. And I said, were, were you able to see anything uh, out there when you were there? And Patrick said, uh, a whole lot of running uh, and running and running. And uh, it sounds like you, you said that uh, Coach Schwartz drives a. Uh, a tight ship over there, and uh, the guys, if nothing else, are going to be well conditioned and, and ready to go. Because we we heard we talked about it day one with him. He preaches defense side, and uh, that's his uh, his bread and butter, his mo, right? Yeah, it really is. And, and uh, believe me, they do a lot of good things other than run. I know that's what they saw yesterday, and because I, I was there. Uh, but when you really watch uh, his drills for uh, defensive efforts and his philosophy on how they're going to defend stuff uh, late in the game or, or in certain situations, it, it's really good stuff. The, the biggest problem right now, the challenge is, none of these guys have played together except yeah. the four from ECU that are returning. I mean, it's just it's just that kind of situation. I, I was looking at the stats, and I've mentioned this before to you this summer. Uh, ECU made 124 threes in the conference, in the, uh, conference schedule, they're only returning 12 of 13, hmm. 13 threes out of 124. So you don't have a lot back. I would say in every category, probably 80 to 90% and above are not coming back. And so he's got, he's got the opportunity to bring in kids and get used to his philosophy. But the, the problem with it is they've not played a lot together. And on this level, they have on this level, but they've not played together. So he'll blend it. But I can, I can assure you this, and I really mean it. People need to be patient with, patient with this coach and this coaching staff because they're that good. They're really, really good coaches. Uh, and if you meet them, you will like them, and that's why their recruiting's been good. They are very good at what they do. Cy si Seymour joining us on the Pit Electric Live line. You mentioned some uh, returners from last year's side, and, and heck, it's nice to see a few sophomores on the roster. R.J. Felton uh, returning, Brandon Johnson, as well as Javon Small, Luigi Debo, also from uh, from last year as well. And then you've got a load of newcomers, Cy. Si. So, uh, have any of the uh, the new faces caught your eye so far there in workouts? Oh, yes. First of all, I think Javon fought small. You got to look at him first. Just on coming back, I think you're going to get good minutes out of him at the point. I think he could be a really established guy for him. I think Brandon's going to play well. 
and and Luigi's going to play. Luigi wasn't there yesterday because he was, uh, or the other day when we had practice, because he was in class. What a wonderful guy he is. And and I think who who am I leaving out? Uh, the four guys. Did you mentioned Brandon Johnson, R.J. Felton. Yeah, yeah. they're all going to help each other. R.J.'s just a tremendous athlete. But the key guy, I still say that it will always be if we can get him right, is the transfer uh, from. It, it, from uh, Boston College. If we can get him right, Winston Tabs, and I think he is, he's ready to go, but they're going to bring him slow. That kid, listen, that's an all-ACC kid, and he's going to help them. And, and Si, it's been frustrating just because we, we haven't seen him. I mean, he's been here and just hadn't been able to go. I know he's more frustrated than anybody, obviously, but there is some thought that uh, we could finally see him on the uh, the court this season, right? Yeah, there is, and, and the first thing I do when I go is I go to him, Winston, and I say, are you ready? How are you feeling? And he says, I'm close. And I'm." Re-, and he said, I think it'll be a couple weeks, you know, when he says it. But then you go to Nate Clark, who's one of the best in the business. He said, Nate, when will Winston be ready? He said, we're going to bring him slow, but he's getting there. In other words, it's all optimistic this year. It was not last year. You knew he wasn't going to be ready. You knew this year. Think he's going to be ready to play, but all you got to understand, he hadn't played in two to three years, so game time is he's, he's not quite ready. Uh, but you asked who I liked on newcomers. Uh, I like Azur, the six nine kid from Charlotte. I think he's going to help us uh, in the middle. He's a good athlete. He plays hard, but he's young. He's a freshman. He's from Atlanta, but he's, he's from Charlotte, but went to school in Atlanta. Uh, he's six foot nine and a, and a really good, strong player. I love the wings in Ben Bayella. Ben Bayella has got a chance to be really special. He's long. He can handle the ball. He can beat you off the dribble. He can shoot it. He can defend. He's long, man. Early in the, one of the first practices I went to, he went baseline over everybody and dunked it, and it was kind of scary how high he got up and how easily he did it. Uh, so he, he's a level kind of guy that, that you, you say, that guy can really play. And then, of course, You've got the young man that transferred in from Tennessee, who's Quentin Dimanji. He's going to help you. Uh, he's six foot five. He's strong. He's an athlete. Uh, so those are guys uh, that are, are going to help ECU. I think the kid Panetta from uh, Spain. I think he's going to be a big help. He, he, he's strong. He's six seven. You can t- tell he's a veteran type player. Uh, he's going to help ECU. Uh, Walker who's from Iowa State, he's long, he can play the point, he can defend people, he's going to help you. Surprise guy is Keith LeCount, the little guard from Los Angeles, about six, eight, about 5'8". No fear, no fear. He's going to, he's going to come at you, he's going to aggravate you on the defensive <laughs> end, and he can he, he's tough. That's the guy I wanted to ask you about, Cy. Uh, he had, you know, eye-popping numbers uh, in high school. Yeah, and it's just crazy to get a kid uh, with that much talent from California. And I guess part of the explanation is 5'8", right? He just probably gets overlooked by a lot of folks. Yeah, that's what happens. And here's what usually happens. Everybody overlooks him. ECU, for example, in this situation, said, we'll take you right now. Then everybody's saying, God, we should offer you. But, you know, that's yep. what happens. I mean... And give credit to Coach Schwartz and his staff. They've been wonderful to work with, and they're great with kids. So I'm just telling you, they want – and listen, they want to recruit North Carolina. And I think they've done a pretty good job of that. I mean, the kid from Charlotte, uh, they called this summer 
called us, and I tell you, Riley Davis said, can you give us names of some maybe walk-on kids? And Todd and I were together. Todd's coach at Jones. He said, Dad, I don't think anybody signed. Ellingsworth from Moorhead City, West Craig Carter. He's a player. So we called over, and they had him in that next week. And they offered him the walk-on, and he came. And uh, he's 6'9", and can shoot and go to the bucket, and he plays hard. But he's learning to play that game. Then he, you know, they're working him. Then he goes up to Greensboro in the in the uh, big in the East West All Star game and gets thirty one and twenty thirty one points twenty rebounds and he gives all the credit to the hard work from West Carter of course but then he says the coaching staff at ECU has taught me how to play hard hmm. and and so that's that's my point uh, he, and I, I'm going to leave out guys but I can assure you the guys I've named are good I think Sutherland will help them Elijah Jones. I mean, they're younger, they're, but the guys that stand out right now are, are, are really good players. Uh, but their walk-ons are good. Colin McKenzie's a good player. Uh, and, again, like I'm saying about Jackson Ellensworth from, from uh, Moorhead City, he's tough. But the guys I named in the first part, they're guys that have got to step up this year. Cy Seymour joining us. Cy, you mentioned recruiting the state of North Carolina and uh, a lot of fanfare made uh, this week when Jordan Vick uh, committed to East Carolina. And uh, do, do you or uh, Todd, your son, know, have y'all y'all know anything about this kid? Sounds like he's a, a player. Yeah, uh, I met him at the Navy game and his mom. And, and uh, good, he's a very good student. Well, that's why he committed right there, folks. We got Cy Seymour closing the deal. That explains it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, no doubt about <laughs> it. But got to meet him, and I also got to meet the big kid from Louisville. Anyway, let's get to this one first. Uh, this kid, is, he, he plays in a good basketball area, first of all. you got to understand, Nash County, uh, uh, you know, when you're talking Rocky Mount, Southern Nash, Central, yeah. Northern, that, that's four good basketball schools. And they jumped on him hard, and he, listen, this kid averaged 21 a game. He is a player. His coach is also on the football staff over there, and he, and we Todd has known him for years. And, and Todd to, uh, he told Todd, he said, this is a player. This is a big-time player. So we're excited. I mean, if you're ECU, you're excited about that. Uh, played for Montrez Harrell's AAU team. But this young man's a player, Southern Nash. Good student, top twenty point guard in the country. Now he's a top one hundred and fifty player, but top twenty point guard in the country. So, average twenty one a game in a good area. Uh, good sign for East Carolina, and it's an East, it's an Eastern North Carolina kid. That's a big time recruit for ECU. No doubt. Cy Seymour joining us, Pitt Electric Live Line, talking some pirate basketball as uh, practice got underway this week. Looking forward to it, Cy, and the, the ever-changing landscape of college basketball. And I uh, can't wait to to get it rolling. You're going to be doing some uh, some TV games this year once again? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the ESPN Plus games. I'm, I'll be the analyst with Patrick Johnson, who uh, it should be a lot of fun. And look forward to it. And, uh you know, I, you know me. I, when, he, when you tip that ball up, I really like it, and I'm excited about where we are. But there, don't let anybody kid you. We lost eighty to ninety percent of everything we had, and then you look up, and Brandon Johnson's going to—I mean, uh, Brandon Suggs is going to be playing for Central Florida. You know, yeah. against you, uh, really big moves in the in the in our league in the American. That these teams up top, those top four teams are loaded. 
Our schedule is too hard, I think, personally. I think playing South Carolina on the road, I think playing Wilmington on the road, and I think Old Dominion on the road in the non-conference is difficult. These are top programs. And, it, and everybody said, well, you need to beat them. But when you're first starting out and you don't have the guys, it's a tough, it's a tough schedule, trust me. Yeah, going to be interesting to see what happens year one of Mike Schwartz talking to Cy Seymour. Cy, uh, East Carolina coming off a loss to Navy in football. We're watching this storm. The Pirates going to play in Boca Raton this weekend uh, instead of down in uh, Tampa. But uh, what's your take on East Carolina football right now? Still a lot of games left. Two and two coming out of this uh, September homestand and hoping the Pirates can turn it around from last week. Yeah, it's what's frustrating is you could have easily been 4-0. I mean, uh, yeah, that's how that's how frustrating it can be. And, and let me tell you, football, you know, it's it, you got. I, I love it when people tell me, "Well, we're not us, not us." But I, people will say, "Well, we're looking ahead to the next game." Nobody can look ahead to in any college game anywhere on any sport. You cannot do that. When people say that, you got to understand. You you got to bring it every night in every game you play. I, I, I really, it drives me nuts. Like, like for example, state fans. Well, we, we probably were looking ahead to the cop. No, no. You almost got beat. You're, over the last 35 years, you're 8-6 against East Carolina, and we're the 8. They're the 6. You know? So, and then we, we could have been 9-6. We now have 8-7. And that's over 35 years of playing. Now, you go back before that, you played 17 straight in Raleigh. you got to take every game as a coach as it's the Super Bowl every game. I'm just telling you. And, and Navy played well. They had two weeks to prepare, did a nice job, and I thought we struggled a little bit trying to figure out what they were doing. Uh, not, not anybody's fault. Navy had a different game plan and, and uh, still had chances to win it. Uh, but going down to South Florida, I know our coaching staff. I know them. They'll be ready. They'll be solid. They're a solid football team. And, you know, you just hope you win that game down there. Cy Seymour joining us. Cy, um, I think my Carson Wentz jersey got lost in the mail. Have you got yours yet? I haven't, but uh, I, I, we're not dead yet. We're still in. We're not dead yet. You know, it's bad you got to say that after week three, Cy. I know. I know. <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, well, Abe Lemon, you want to hear a great story. If you got a second, this is a great ju- yeah. story. Abe Lemon, the great basketball coach, had great lines. And when he was at the University of Texas, Arkansas was his number one team in the league at that time. So he beats them at Texas, and now he's got to go back to them and uh, and go back to Arkansas. Where is the University of Arkansas located? Start where they? Uh, is it Fayetteville? Fayetteville. Yeah. So so he comes on the show, and he is in a casket. And he said he comes out of the casket, and and they said to him, "You got Arkansas over there." He said, "We're not dead yet." Came out of the casket, <laughs> <laughs> and so then they said, they asked him in the thing. He said, "What are the? Do you see any advantages of playing over in Arkansas?" He said, "Yeah." He, he said, "They have to live in fail. We could go back to Austin." <laughs> he didn't hold back. <laughs> he didn't hold back. Well, I guess the, the the good news about this weekend is after the weekend, at least we still won't be Cowboy fans, no matter what happens in the game. So we got that going for us. Oh yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, look, and we can beat them. You know, 
we got a lot of people hurt. We're getting there. Wentz is okay. We're okay. We're okay. Yeah. All right. We're okay. And, 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 and I think we could – I mentioned to it several of the people at the practice the other day, Bailey and Medor and, of course, Pierce. Pierce, yep. I was – yeah, I, you know, I discussed my side of it. They, they don't listen, but I certainly discussed my side of it. I tell you, they win a game and they're all, they're all out here like cockroaches. You just start to see more and more Cowboy fans, don't yeah. you? You'll see a hat every now and then now. Oh, yeah, you'll see a star pop up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. I mean, you know, they lose at home their first game, and now now they're the great. They're going to win everything. Sal, <laughs> si, always fun talking with you, man. Can't wait till hoops tips off, and uh, and we can get you back on. Uh, if you're available, we'll come to you uh, whenever we can get you on because we always enjoy the conversations. But great to catch up and uh, talk a little basketball here in the, the middle of the football season. It's, it's going to be a treat. And, and look, people need to support Coach Schwartz and his staff. It's a good group, and I look forward to it. And I, anytime you call, you know I'll come on and talk some basketball or anything. You got me? I got you, Si. Thanks, man. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Good, good man. See you, Clip. All right. We all needed that in our lives. Si Seymour back on Pirate Radio talking some basketball, talking some football. Talking some Commodores. Commodores. Uh, and that kind of deal. Commanders and Cowboys. It's touchdown Thursday. Thank you uh, for that, Chan, man. All right, we got to get a break in. We'll come back. We will wrap up hour two. Get you set for hour three with touchdown, a.k.a. halftime, a.k.a. no quarter, Tony Collins. He'll join us in hour three. We'll talk ECU, NFL, and more. A lot more to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All righty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live, hour number three. Uh, I'm going to get to some Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, Blake Carroll comments if we have time during today's program. If not, we'll certainly have it for you on Friday. They are uh, Videos are available online if you look at our Facebook, YouTube and uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram as well. Charlie Rhodes, CJ Schaefer, and touchdown Tony Collins here joining Chandler baby. and I. What's up, Tony? Good. Wearing the NFL alumni shirt today. <laughs> still a proud Patriot after still, how they've been playing? I'm still a Patriot fan. I don't know about being proud. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I said, dang, Tony, it's bad when in this room the Panthers are the best team right now oh out of all God. our football teams. I think we can beat the Panthers, though. A, I would hope so. A sad state of affairs. <laughs> All right. Uh, I tell you what, Shirley, uh, let's get some rage out. Let's rage. Let's open up the rage room let's because rage. we were going to do this. And this was weird. We didn't even tell Tony that we were going to do this. And he said, I got. You guys what? got a rage room? <laughs> we're in the room. We're in, we're in, we're in it right room. now. We're in the rage room. You hear okay. the beating and banging and uh, clanging? Okay. okay. <laughs> 
You what did you say? Oh, you said I got a vent. He said, I need a vent. I said, hey, we got you've come to the right place because we uh we are gonna vent right now. Inside the anger management rage room, you can go to angermgmtnc.com right now. Book your therapy session. We went earlier this week. Yes, we did. And took out our anger on some inanimate objects like cars, washing machines, <laughs> glass bottles, televisions. I went ham on that washing machine. Chan went ham on a washing machine. And uh, we'll have that video coming out soon. But it's a cool place to... You know, Tony, instead of going out in the parking lot beating up a guy, go over there and beat up something legally, and you won't get in trouble. It's perfect, right? It's a great yeah. idea. All right, so let's go. Hey, no laughing in the rage room. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's, let's, go, let's go around the horn and see what we got. Um, first of all, I, this isn't a rage, but uh, Adam, we were talking about Brandon Suggs with Cy Seymour a moment ago. And Adam said, I don't get why Suggs moved sideways in going to the Florida school, talking about UCF. Well, Adam, it's not for you to get. He didn't go for you. He don't care about you. Don't care about you. He don't care about me. Mm-mm. Nope. And it, it don't matter why he did it. He did it. It's over. Move on. I don't know. I get tired of uh, complaints about kids decommitting, transferring, whatever. It's the it's the circle of sports life. You just got to roll with the punches, man. You just got to roll with it. That's not even a rage. That's just a thought. Kenny says thanks for uh, the therapy on the fifth quarter call-in show last Saturday. He was oh, he was a mess. He was <laughs> upset. Hey, Kenny, that's what we're here for, man. And now we're all doing good. Get that rage out. Brandon wants to call in like old times. Brandon Manning, call in. Call in. Call in. All right. Uh, who wants to start? Who's got a rage? Uh, I have one. I, I thought I didn't have one, but I just remembered. So... I've been. I'm watching TV. I've been watching this Dahmer stuff on Netflix, and a lot of people are not watching it. It's very disturbing. Just finished it last night, but I'm trying to watch a show, and I've got roommates, and there's the one roommate's on the couch, and I've got the TV going. I, he knows I'm watching the show. I'm into it, but he's watching videos on his on his phone, mm. and it is at maximum maximum capacity yeah. volume, and I'm trying to watch my show. And I almost exploded, but thankfully he turned his phone off and left. But I was like, dude, I'm trying to watch a show and your phone is louder than the TV. What are you doing? A lot of our rages deal with people not having situational awareness when they're in the... uh, He does not. They're in the uh, grocery store talking loud on the speakerphone. You know, just, you know, be aware of your fellow man and woman around you when you're in these situations. Oh my gosh. I'm glad you got that anger out, Chandler. All right. Anybody else? What we got? We got Brandon Manning, baby. <laughs> Brandon, what's up? Brandon's on the Pit Electric Live line. Hello, Brandon. What's going on, guys? What's up? So, uh, you know, you have the self-checkout. Uh-oh. It's supposed to be for people with, like, one or two freaking items. So when you go in there and you got four carts worth of stuff, get the hell in the other line. Go <laughs> let somebody check it out. Do the, and it happens at Sam's Club more than anything. That's a good one. And, and I guess every day at Walmart now, but at Sam's Club when there's plenty of lines over there and you bought your 37 pounds of chicken and 42 pounds of hamburger and a thousand different things, don't do self-checkout when all I went in there for was like some rolls for church. Come on, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You man has got to get to church, Tony. Got to get to church, man. Get out of the way. I mean, you gotta go to you're right, Brandon. The uh, the self checkout is basically the new ten items or less line. Like that is what it should be used for. 
Not it's kind of like using the drive-through for a full like Sunday meal with a family reunion. Go well, inside for that. The problem is, is that all. The problem is all of these places now just basically are just self-checkout lines. Yeah. Like you, you. I mean, really, what's the difference now? Because there's no separation between your ten items or less and your regular lines. There's not a lot of humans there to help you out, so. There is, but I mean, if you're at your food lines, your Sam clubs, and things like that, where you still have a choice to where you're going and how you're checking out, don't don't take 40 items in there. All right. That guy. Brandon, uh, that's a good one, man. That's a good one, Brandon. Good to hear from you, buddy. Good to hear from you guys, too. All right. I mean, glad, you're doing, glad you're doing well. All right, there's Brandon Manning. He left, left a lasting impact on East Carolina baseball. Sure did. And he joins us here today on the show. All right, Shirley, uh, CJ, y'all got anything? I do. I'm angry. I'm angry at the Steelers, and I'm angry at myself. <laughs> I'm angry at the Steelers because Mitchell Trubisky is not a good quarterback. <laughs> no. I'm angry at myself because I led myself to believe the Steelers could fix him. Did you really, though? I did. Well, I did to a degree. I when we uh, when the Steelers signed Trubisky, I didn't like it at first, but I kept talking myself into the idea that well, Mike Tomlin, you know, he's got a grip on these players he can he's fixed other things look at antonio brown look at Le'Veon bell he can do the same with trubisky didn't work trubisky's not good and now if we want to sit trubisky well we have to play our rookie quarterback who we believe is the future but the offensive line is also not good and he could get killed back there so there's no end in sight I'm angry at everything. All right. Welcome to life without a quarterback in the NFL. You haven't yeah, experienced is, that in your life. This is what it feels like to be you guys. And now you're due. All right, Shirley, anything? It's just a simple one. When you're in your vehicle and you're driving down the road. Don't open the door. <laughs> don't open the No. Um, that kind of goes without saying, although... There are people out there driving that we probably need to give them a tutorial on how to properly open and close doors. There's this little stick thingy that kind of sits out just behind your steering wheel. And you can press down or you can press up depending on which direction you would like to go. Mm -hmm. It's called your turn signal. Mm -hmm. Freaking use it! Use it! Use it! Friggin' use your turn signal. Don't be driving at 55 miles an hour and then all of a sudden hit your brakes and go, oh, got to go this way. Because you're going to cause an accident. And I don't want to hear, well, if you rear-end them, it's your fault. I don't give a damn. Use your turn signal. That's what it's there for. It's called, look, if you don't know what a turn signal is, it's the little stick that makes the light go blinky. Look, when you cr- turn your car on, next time you go in, just start hitting everything. And this this one's the stick. Yes, the one uh, usually it's on your left-hand side. Right. The one on the right-hand side is usually your windshield wipers. There you go. Use the turn signal. Josh says, I've got a rage. Stop walking out into Elmhurst lot before the lot <laughs> opens and put your chairs out to hold spots. Get back in your car and wait in line like the daggone rest of us. I live right there beside Elmhurst, and I do watch people do that. So, Josh, if you need me to, next time I'm there and I see people do it, I'll just run up there and tackle them and tell them to get back. All right. Don't do it. There you go. Don't do it. All right, cut the music. All right, we got two people. 
We got three people claiming Shirley just. I did not. Again. I did not. No, we can go I don't. No. no, she didn't. I did not. I, I, said I heard freaking. freaking. No, she said freaking. I said All freaking. Right. We got people. We chum. can go back to oh, the not, tape. You're not, you're not supposed to cuss on here. Oh, uh, last time uh, I last time I went on a really big rage, I did drop an f bomb. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't mean to. But you didn't get fired, though. That's all right. No. no. Nah. Well, I'm here. still, here. still here. here. Okay, so I can cuss. Oh, she, but she dropped it. She dropped it big time, Tony. I dropped it, and mentally I blacked out because I did not even, re- it didn't register that I said it. John but said. But this time I did not say it. John no. says, check the tape. Another F bomb. I don't nope. think so. Kenny I've, says, did she say a bad word? No, I said Ever freaking. Since that- Ever since that last incident, I've had the f bomb radar. Every time she starts her rage, I'm like, "All right, here it goes," and I, I didn't, it didn't go off. We we'll have to check the tape. It did not go off. It did not right. go off. Tony, I, I don't know if this is a rage, but you did say you want to vent. So, what do you want to vent about? Yeah, I mean, m- mine is not a rage. I think some of the I heard some of your your you guys' uh, rages, and I can, I can understand that, but uh, I need to talk about ECU football for a second. Can, hmm. can, do I ha- can I get a minute? You got all minutes. the time in the world, Tony right, Collins. So what I'm about to say has nothing to do with pirate radio. This this is not pirate radio. This is Tony Collins speaking. So if I offend anybody, if I oh, gosh. hurt somebody's feelings, I, I I apologize already. Apologize before I say it. So here's the thing. I'm going to do my best not to mention any names. But there's two things that we have to fix on ECU football, two things. The first thing is, is the play calling. The second thing is, is our special teams. Now let's talk about our, the players. We have probably one of the best defenses that we had have, have around here in, in a long time. I've never seen guys get after it like they get after it. These guys are playing their, their butts off. We have probably the best talented Best talent on offense that we've had in a long time. We got great receivers. We got great tight ends that we don't use. We got two great running backs. We got a quarterback that's broken all the records, even though he's been here for 10 years. But he he has all the records. But we do not have a play caller to put this all together. And I'm so disappointed in... I'm, I'm, I'm so disappointed for the ECU fans and I'm so disappointed for the ECU players because we got players that we should be 4-0 right now. And, and you know, I, I look at the, I watched the game last week and I'm just heartbroken that we lose to Navy. To Navy! It's freaking Navy! How do we lose to Navy? If we don't change those two things, we don't fix those two things, we're going to be 5-7 and seven for the, uh, that's, that's going to be our record. We might win uh, three more games. If we don't fix those two things, you know, it, it makes me so upset for the players. And you, you, you look at this, man, you, you got to laugh because, you know, we got we got goofy. It's like it's like the Disney World, Disney Channel. We got goofy calling plays and Daffy Duck kicking field goals. I mean, it's just we got to fix this, man. We got to fix this because if we don't. This will, be, this, this will be the most disappointing season because of all the talent that we have on that football field. And for us, to, for us not to be 4-0 right now, it's a, it's a really a shame. 
And again, I apologize if I hurt anybody's feelings, but we got to fix those two things. If we don't fix them, now there's two ways we can fix them. We need to get we either get rid of the problem or we 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 do the shock treatment. You ever, you ever had the shock treatment done before? I can't say shock yeah. treatment. Yeah. You make a bad call, you get a shock treatment. <laughs> you kick a you miss a field goal, you get a shock treatment. Okay. I mean, come on, let's get this thing right. We should be four and zero right now. But we're not. We're two and two. But again, I'm going to be behind the guys. I'm a pirate for life. I'm disappointed right now. But we got to fix those two things. That's my event. All right. Tony Collins, uh, ECU Hall of Famer, passionate about this program and wants to see it succeed. And Tony, when you talk about the play calling, I mean, we talked a lot about the first down runs that went to nowhere a lot on Saturday night. Uh, I don't know. Is that in particular? Like, what are you talking about? You look look at whenever we got in third down, or maybe even second down, we 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 got got no no nobody in the backfield. We got and they're blitzing. They're blitzing every time, and (laughs) all you have to do is put have a running back in the backfield to pick up that extra that extra blister, and then you throw Ross. But we got everybody running downfield and and holding running for his life. I mean, you got to fix those things. I mean, are you going to tell me that Navy has more talent than we do? Impossible. No, no way. Um, and those are things we got to fix. We're, 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 we, we, we march down the field, and we get to the three-yard line, and we can't score. Are, are you serious? We drive 99 yards, and we can't score. It's play calling. That's all it is, is play calling. We, we have the talent. To be a four and team right now, and we're two and two, and it's a shame. It's a shame for the fans. It's a shame for the players. And let me let me let me say this, and I and I'm gonna stop. I played in a game my, my third year in the league, and against the Colts, and I had like three touchdowns, 150 yards rushing, went into overtime, and I got the ball and I fumbled the ball. The guy picked it up from the Colts, scored a touchdown. Now, who lost the game for, 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 for the Patriots that day? I did. I mean, everybody came up to me, oh, Tony, man, you had 150 yards, you had three touchdowns, you did not lose the game for me. I, what game were you watching? <laughs> I fumbled the ball, they run it back for a touchdown, and I, and I lose the game. I lose the game. Not the Patriots, I lose the game. You got to understand something. Every football player, if you're a true football player and you ever get in that situation, I don't care what anybody says to you, how, how, how nice they treat you, or how, how uh, oh, it's okay, it's okay. You know for a fact that deep down inside, you lost that game. Can't nobody tell you different. And, and, and here's the thing. When, when you are a player, you, it's the worst feeling in the world. I mean, it's, I'm telling you, it's worse than your daddy dying. It's that bad. To, it was that bad for me. And I'm pretty sure it's, it's, bad, it's, it's, bad, it's, it's that bad for everybody else as a player. But you got, you, you got to get over this. Yeah. And, 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 and the kid's not over it yet. He's not over it yet. I mean, we, we got to fix it. I don't know. We, he needs to go uh, see a psychiatrist or see something. Something's got to happen. We got, we got to fix it. We've still got the shock treatment. <laughs> <laughs> if you, we talked about this too, Tony. First quarter, second quarter, third quarter, he might not be thinking about it. He might be hitting some 40 yard field goals. But what's going to happen next time in the fourth quarter? 
Game on the line. You don't think he's going to think about it? It's you, everybody, it's, it's, it's we gonna, all are. He's going to think about it. Are, are we, <laughs> as a fan, am, am I going to have confidence? I'm going to say it's fourth and 14. Go for it. Don't kick a field goal. Go for it. Hey, man. man. I, you know, and, and let me tell you, he's an ECU football player. I love him. Yeah. But we, we got to fix it. We got to fix it. All right, Tony Collins, impassioned on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Um, got a couple other rages to get in real quick while Tony simmers down. <laughs> uh, CL says, when you're at a sporting event and you got those people who try to find a better spot and continually move around to other seats that aren't theirs, sit in your own freaking seats. <laughs> All right, that according to CL. Uh Chandler got Michael on Facebook. He says, "My rage is if you if you are leaving from the stoplight and you think you need to talk to the person next to you, don't hold up traffic by riding beside each other with your windows down at three miles per hour." <laughs> hey, what's up? Good to hey, see man. you. What you hey, got how's doing? The family, on? family doing all right? Yeah. Get a tag. Get the number. Call them up, but get out of the way. Yeah. Get people, out of the people gotta go somewhere. Tony, uh, let's get a break in. We'll come back. Can we bounce back? Can we uh, put together a good performance against South Florida this weekend? We'll talk about I'm that. I'm nervous. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. We got, done got Tony nervous. A lot more to go. Pirate Radio Live. We'll uh, open up the booty bag, too, when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. And uh, Cliff, I went back to the uh, videotape, uh, a.k.a. It. audio tape. You did not curse. I did not curse. I did not drop an F-bomb. I didn't think you and did. And Tony can attest to that. He heard it. And CJ can attest to that. He also heard it. All it right. was freaking, or freaking. <laughs> freaking. Freaking. But it was said really fast, but... It was not an F bomb. I right. don't have any freaking turns. So you're not getting me today. <laughs> we're, ha- we're having a freaking game. We're having a freaking game. The bus is not running me over today. And we are having a game this weekend. Tony, where is that game going to be played? Uh, in Boca Raton, right? Boca Raton. You got it. Uh, and 2.30 kickoff. The time yeah. has changed. So uh, this really didn't affect East Carolina much as of now, as far as prep goes. They practiced all week. They'll fly out tomorrow. Really no change for them. So that's a good thing. South Florida was affected because they had classes canceled. They had to relocate, basically, mm-hmm. out of the Tampa area. Um, South Florida, they are 1-3, Tony. Their only win came against an FCS opponent, Howard. But they have played maybe the toughest schedule in America. They played BYU at Florida and also at Louisville. So a tough schedule. Um, and they've taken their lumps. They they fought against florida had a chance to win at the end did not and then they got blown out by byu and didn't even score a touchdown against uh louisville a stat that i know 
is going to change on Saturday because it's due to change and it's just going to change. Uh, South Florida is the only team in the country that has not thrown a passing touchdown in 2022. Wow. Yeah. Uh, their quarterback has no touchdown, six picks going into this mm. game. Now, having said all that, Tony's still nervous, and we all are probably <laughs> at this point. East Carolina's a nine-point favorite. How do you think they uh, bounce back on Saturday, Tony? I mean, it's got to be our defense uh, right now. I mean, the defense got to get turnovers. I mean, the kid that from South Florida hasn't thrown a touchdown pass, which is great, and I hope we don't throw a touchdown pass on Saturday either. Uh, but our defense is going to keep us in the game. Um, you know, maybe things will work. You know, offense will start clicking. I, you know, I just well, the offense I feel like was clicking and just took. Eight steps back on Saturday. Yeah, I've watched. I've watched every game this year, and you know we've had our spurts where we. I mean, we go down the field and we boom, 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 boom. And then we we we, we run plays where I was like, what, why we do that? I mean, why we do that? And you know, we beat Campbell. Yeah. We what's the other team we beat? Old Dominion. Old Dominion. Elon and Elon. Yeah. I mean, but even against State, we couldn't run the ball. I was impressed with the passing game. I was day. impressed with the passing game too. But that's what I'm saying. It's 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 not consistent, man. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, and especially when you play a, a team like North Carolina State, and when you play a team like Navy, which you know you can't tell me that Navy was supposed was supposed to stay on the field with us, not with our talent. So you know, I I, I look at the players. I mean, I don't know if the players weren't weren't up to play. The defense was, yeah. so I don't know why the offense wouldn't be up to play. So I, I can't put that on Coach Houston that he didn't have he didn't have him ready to play because the defense was playing. So I mean, it, it's going to come down to our defense uh, pulling it out for us uh, 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 this week. So just no confidence right now in the offensive side of the ball. I and, 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 and that's and, and that's the problem because we have so much talent on our offense. It's it's just incredible. We have the best offensive. Uh, that's not maybe not the best offensive uh, receiver that we ever had at ECU, but as far as a group, it's got to be up there as the top top three. The skill positions look stacked right now. We, we love it's, our it's running crazy. backs. They're going to get Keaton Mitchell back this week. He's been practicing. Uh, him leaving the game certainly didn't help, but with the numbers Winstead has put up, and we've seen Jalen Johnson and C.J. Johnson and the tight ends, our tight ends, tight ends, man, our, our tight ends. We, we are not. Our tight ends are not touching the ball enough. I mean, we have. T- I mean, we we have tight ends that can go any anywhere in the nation and probably start on a team, a Division One team. Tony wants to see more from this offense. I I gotta think and hope that it uh, gets clicking again this weekend. I'm hoping too, man. Yeah, I'm hoping too. All right, let's uh, let's talk a little NFL. So, uh, who's starting for the pa- who? The Patriots quarterback. Who's their quarterback? Believe it or not, folks, Brian Hoyer is still in the NFL. And he's going to be starting if Mac Jones can't start this week. And he's a Patriot. Yeah, you know, he's he's played in the league for maybe about 19 years. You know know how many starts he's had? I I won't put starts. You know how many starts he's won? How many? many? None. (laughs) That ain't true. (laughs) Look it up. Every start that he started, that he played in, he's lost. That can't be true. I'm I'm telling you, I read it somewhere. This says Brian Hoyer has a forty-two and thirty-three career win. Uh, now I'm talking about with the Patriots. With the Patriots, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to he's play uh, with like twelve teams. Every every start at, with the Patriots, he's lost. Okay, that might be true because he's played. Yeah, he has played. He's been around for a long time. Uh, started in two thousand nine 
with the Patriots. This doesn't give me win losses, but it does show that he did not have good numbers. So he won games with Cleveland, with Houston, uh, Chicago. Um, so yeah, I guess uh, with he the Patriots, won, he hasn't won one game with the Patriots yet. Yeah, well, they're it's thirteen starts. They're in a struggle anyway. They hung with uh, Baltimore, I guess, on Sunday, right? But. As much as they possibly could, you know, Lamar Jackson is <laughs> a bad dude. He is, man. He is, uh, and man, Tony, I was watching these games. Like Carson Wentz was awful on Sunday. Justin Fields might be the worst starter in the league, and the Bears won. <laughs> My team won, but our quarterback is still awful. He's awful. <laughs> Did you watch the Sunday night game with Garoppolo and Russell Wilson? They were, they were terrible. I know. Both and, of what, them were what terrible. What is happening? Like, <laughs> there's a lot of bad football, a lot of bad quarterbacks in the NFL. It's been, it was tough to watch. And then Monday night wasn't much better with those guys. So, uh, uh, you really got to look around and find your uh your i'll tell you jalen hurts is playing good football lamar right. jackson is playing good football yes. like even brady he didn't have any receivers they were without yeah. everybody so kind of a weird year here who's going to step up and uh and, and be those quarterbacks because there's just a lot of bad offense right now in the nfl when you when when you see, when you just like Brady, um, he lost Evans for for a game, and you can see he. he I mean, without him, man, he he doesn't have a go to guy. And every team that doesn't have that go to guy, their quarterback is is going to suffer. I mean, I, I don't know why why that is. I don't know if the other receivers can't can't pick up the pace or whatever. But if, when your go to receiver goes down, it's like the quarterback doesn't know who to throw the ball to. They were uh, they were throwing to Cole Beasley, who they picked up like last Wednesday, and Pract- at the practice squad, right? <laughs> I mean, just crazy. off the street, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick Dawson says uh, Cooper Rush out there having the time of his life. Said, Screw Cooper Rush. Nobody <laughs> care about Cooper Rush. Yeah, I get to see this guy. Are, are, are on they going to be the? Co- I mean, the the the. I was I was getting ready to say the Redskins. Just whatever you want to call them. <laughs> I don't know, man. We can't block anybody right now. That's our problem. The O-line, Carson Wentz was sacked nine times, I think. Well, you got two washed-up Carolina Panthers that used to be all pros and Andrew Norwell and Trey Turner. I like Ron Rivera. And kind of like Tony's saying, like, look, we like all these people as people. We're talking about football. We're talking about football and and winning and losing. I I, I like Ron Rivera. I would not be upset if I just got a text saying he was fired right now. Like, I'm kind of over it. And I was at that point when we fired him. Yeah, and look, I, again, I like the guy. He's a great man. Yeah, I mean, I, like like I said, but I, we I, suck. But let me let, I, just like I said, we <laughs> they're good people. Yeah, it's, but you know what happens to a, a a good offensive coordinator? You know what happens to a good offensive coordinator? Becomes a head coach. Turns into a head coach. You know what happens to a, a bad offensive coordinator? What's that? He turns into a bus driver. Okay. Plain simple. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. If you if you can be a, a a great office coordinator, and you, but you won't be a great office coordinator for long because you're going pretty pretty soon going to be a be a head coach. But if you're a bad office coordinator, you'll never be a head coach, and you'll probably maybe maybe be a, a receiver coach or a quarterback coach or the the worst bus driver or get your CDLs <laughs> and be a bus driver. <laughs> Oh, man. Tough times. Tough times. All right. Let's, uh, Shirley, can we open up the booty bag, please? Ma'am. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right. 317 1250 is the number. What are we giving away on this Thursday? 
Uh, how about a $15 gift card to A.J. McMurphy's? All right. Sounds like a plan. What call are you looking for? 12. Call 12. 317-1250. We're back with more on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to Sydney Tennell of Winterville. Picked up a $15 gift card to AJ's. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. They have daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia on Wednesday nights with our very own Clip Rock. AJ says live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. And that is a uh, look at uh, your AJ McMurphy's gift card <laughs> live read. <laughs> now back to you. Wow. <laughs> I just I like that you kept going with it even though you knew you had said something wrong you're like I'm gonna just keep rolling with this thing <laughs> you know every once in a while my train of thought jumps the tracks and there's no survivors and it just happened Shirley was fighting to get to the end of that sentence I was and like, that's a look at uh, your AJ McMurphy's live ad <laughs> now back to you clip good stuff thank you uh, Shirley Rhodes welcome back into the show we had sports trivia last night. I was trying to, uh, I was thinking of a question or two for Tony. One of them was, uh, there are four receivers currently in the NFL, Tony, that have more receiving yards than the Chicago Bears team. <laughs> uh, do you remember those four, Chandler? Yes. Do you, you want him to try or not? You can just throw them out. What's the, what's the kid from uh, uh, Buffalo? Diggs, Diggs is one. Diggs. There's two Miami Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, Waddle and... Uh, Hill, uh-huh. yeah, and the other, the other one is. Uh, hold on, let me see. Hold on, um, I forgot it myself. He's on a new team this year. He was uh, AFC last year. He's on an uh, NFC team this year. Oh, the the kid from uh, the, the Raiders? No, it's no. NFC East. Oh, he's on the NFC team this year. Yeah, this year, yeah. I have no idea. AJ Brown, yeah, AJ Brown Eagles. played for the Titans last year. Is Philly, now killing Philly. it with the Philly. with the Eagles. Yeah, man, Devontae Smith went off on a Sunday. All right, Pirates and Bulls going at it. Uh, USF has the the series lead in this uh, series. East Carolina was able to beat them last year, and they are on a they are trending down. If East Carolina, and I know it's you don't want to say it right now, Tony. I feel like we're we were trending up before last week. <laughs> I, Mike Houston's got it, you know, going in the right direction, but south florida kind of the opposite right now and i don't know if their coach is going to make it much longer down there but hey you win this weekend that'll be huge for them so they uh they got a lot to play for as do we i think i saw is it jeff scott jeff scott is four and 21 in three years at south florida so that's not not not, not good he's four and 21 and he's still there yeah we gotta beat them tony wow four and 21 
and uh let's see if that record is correct yeah they uh and they're struggling right now so you got to think that they with everything going on yeah you're right four and 21 they went what he's gone one and eight two and ten and one and three this year yeah. and, and you know they're going to be up to playoffs i mean because they're underdogs and underdogs well they're not playing at home but it was supposed to be a home game for them they're yeah. going to be ready to play i mean they've gone through a lot of things with the the hurricane and everything, but those guys are going to be ready to play. If we're not ready to play, we're going to get slapped in the mouth again. We've got to be ready to go Saturday. 2.30 is the kickoff time on ESPN+. Plus. We'll be with you 10.30 on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and after the game on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Got a lot of uh, calls the other night talking about some of the topics that Tony hit on earlier today. Do you ever listen to our post-game show, Tony? It'd be too late, man. <laughs> I'd be asleep. <laughs> All right, well, this week is going to start at like oh, yeah. 6. No, this week I, I, I might tune in. Oh, you've I, tuned I, in because you've called I, in I, before. I've called yeah. in before, but yeah. I'll tell you what. If we lose this week, oh, I'm calling in. Oh, Wait, God. so <laughs> that that vent that you just went on uh, you know, about 30 minutes ago... <laughs> Did you have that bottled up since Saturday? You should have called in on Saturday for the fifth quarter. That's true. I, I, yeah, I, I, I was thinking about it, but I said, no, nah, I'm too upset right now. I would mm. I would have been cussing all over the uh, radio on oh Saturday. Oh, my gosh. So what you said earlier was like, has been sitting for four days. So you were even angrier than that? <laughs> yeah. Man. It's just been sitting. I'm there. glad you didn't call in then. That would have been bad. <laughs> Uh, But, man, that's what we're here for. We had a lot of upset Pirates on Saturday. And then the weeks before, we had some Pirates celebrating. So, hopefully, we have a fun addition. You know what? You know, I'm I'm looking forward to the game. I'm looking forward to the guys playing, man. You know, like, like again, I say, you know, I'm I'm a Pirate through and through. I bleed purple and gold. I love these guys. I love the school. This is where I started from. And so, I want to see them win. But it just kills me, man. It kills me. For, for the guys, and it kills me for the fans, that we have a team uh, that's a really good team on paper. On paper. If you didn't think we were as talented as we were and they were losing these games tight, you'd probably feel a different way. But you think, yeah, we, and I agree, that we, we got the talent. We have the talent. Yeah. Defense is playing their butts off, man. They're they're getting after it, but, I, 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 you know, All right. just got to fix it. Uh, Tony, myself, Troy D, and Ellerby are in a uh, last man standing Survivor League. Group. Yes. How's that going? Uh, well, we're still we're still alive. How about three hundred and ninety four people teams are out of it after three weeks? After three weeks, <laughs> and there are fifty seven of us remaining. Uh, so we're one team. Team Pirate Radio is still in it. Wow. And uh, we're alive luck, and boys. kicking. And now it's it's. I'm getting nervous because <laughs> like Tony is don't for this game nervous, coming up on Saturday because of what Tony was talking about earlier when he fumbled the ball. I feel like if our team doesn't win this week, is it going to be on me? <laughs> is it, I mean, is it Tony? I mean, they're going to come up no. to you and say it's okay, no. Cliff. You didn't lose this, <laughs> and you know, get away, you lost it. It won't be on you, okay? Because it was a team effort, okay? <laughs> it was a team effort. Nothing wait, like now you. you're saying no? no. no wait a minute. Let me, let me, let me let me finish. It was a team effort because there's nothing that you can do. It's just what you say. You haven't done anything. You just said something. Okay. We 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 we, we could have listened to you, or we couldn't. We could not have listened. So to it's you. just as much as your fault. Yeah, of course. It's just it's everybody's fault because we listened to you. Now you wanted to go Dolphins tonight. I did. I I, I really feel that the Dolphins are, are their their defense is playing well. Cincinnati's. Uh, can't block nobody on, uh, on offense. They're, they're going to get after Burroughs. When you get after Burroughs, he's going to throw interceptions. 
And I don't know how hurt Tua is, but I mean they got some they got some good receivers on on Miami side. They got a good running back and they got a good defense. But you know they're playing in Cincinnati. I don't I don't see how. Cincinnati's favorite over That's what's weird. That's, that's what makes me nervous part. about taking the Dolphins. How is Cincinnati favorite over Miami? Miami's 3-0 and and Cincinnati's 1-2. and How is that it's possible? A, well, you know this, Tony. It's the NFL, man. Like, you flip a coin every week. Come so. on, man. Yeah. But you you still riding with the uh, the Dolphins. No, no, I'm not riding with the Dolphins anymore because that's a team effort. I'm riding with the Chargers, yeah, baby. Let's go, Bolts. <laughs> Bolt up. <laughs> now, I might have missed this. Y'all might have talked about this earlier in the show, and I have not paid attention to it much. But What, to... this show? No, 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 no. <laughs> this situation oh, okay. regarding Tua, he is in for tonight. He's playing. Yeah. What did you think of that, Tony? Did you see him? Hey, let me Dude, that you. was scary. That was – you can't tell me the reason he f- went back down and fell was because of his back. Yeah. No. That was a knockout punch. I mean, you can see where he hit, his, the, hit the back of his head on the ground. And whenever you do that, man, that's – Yeah. But, but, but he had to pass protocol. The test or whatever. So, so did, in, yeah. if he passed protocol – and he's he's fine to play. He he had to pass protocol in order for him to play tonight. And we and look, we've come a long way with that stuff. You were well aware of it, Tony. Yeah. Like what? Like we've talked about this before. But when you played, what happened if some like was there a protocol? What ask you what day it was or something? Nah, they like? they give you the smelling sauce. They went and they won't ask you nothing. You okay? Yeah, get back. Thirty three. Get back in. Get back in that. Yeah. And so. as a fool, you know, I mean, you're a football player, but at the, at the same time, that's it's really crazy. Because I go back in the game, I'm still dizzy. I'm still seeing spots coming at me, but I'm playing again. And it's one of those things, too, that you can say, well, it's your body. Like, you you need to be smart enough to take yourself out of the game. But you're you're thinking about your job, your livelihood. Think about winning. Like, you almost have to have a coach, a trainer, or somebody to physically take your helmet, get you out of the game, you right? Because you're not going to do it yourself. Right, and absolutely. As a player, you won't. Yeah, and, you want to make a football. And that's why that's why it's good now for them to have that protocol. Man. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really good. For and them. if you want to make a football player mad, take his helmet away on the sideline. Yeah. The coaches take Chandler's, and he was healthy. They did that. They, no, no, they, 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 they did that one time. Coach, I'm fine. So no, sorry. no, you sit down, son. You need a little more rest. No, you're good. <laughs> they were making up stuff in the tent. I think it might be stage three concussion. I, I didn't even get hit, coach. I'm, just, I'm the long snapper. Your shoulder don't look good. <laughs> You're walking with a limp. Get back. Sit back down. Oh, man. That's funny. Oh, took no. his helmet all season, man. <laughs> took it. Every game. On the first snap, they said, hey, we got to take this. I said, hey, God almighty. Uh, let's get a last break in, Shirley. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up with touchdown Tony Collins. Get his final thoughts on ECU South Florida. And uh, we'll run through the NFL schedule, make a few selections when we return after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, It was a down day for the stock market again today. Uh, The Dow fell 458 points, closed at 29,225. NASDAQ was down 314. 
and finished the day at 10737 and the S&P was down 78 at 3640 That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, before we get Tony's final word and prediction on East Carolina, South Florida, we'll run through some uh, NFL games real quick. Tony says Shirley's Dolphins will stay perfect. Do you think the Dolphins beat the Bengals tonight? Absolutely. All right. Uh, There's a game in London Sunday morning, uh, so alert your... Self. 9.30, right? 9.30 a.m. NFL oh, Network. Obviously. Vikings London at... alert. London alert. <laughs> <laughs> that Vikings was a at Saints. Boy, Saints uh, struggled against Carolina. Told you they would. Vikings struggled to beat the Lions. Who you liking that one, Tony? You know, the Lions got a pretty good team. Yeah. But the, the Saints, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, they got a quarterback back there. He's going to throw at least two or three interceptions a game. So, uh, got to go with Minnesota. All right, the Titans and Colts are trying to keep pace with the Jaguars. That's a real sentence. Wow. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Wow, wow. And this is an important game in the uh, the crummy AFC South. So Titans at Colts, Tony, who you got on Sunday? That's going to be a tough game. You got two of the best running backs uh, in the league going against each other, and it's going to be a poundy, poundy. Because no, none of the is, – is Pittman back for uh, the Colts this week? I, I don't Good know question. If, if he's back or not. But neither, if, without Pittman – I think Pittman, he played last week, right? He didn't play week two. I'm not sure. Yeah. But neither one of them have has a go, a go to uh, guy as a receiver, and so uh, I, I'm I'm going to take the Colts for the simple fact that um, I just think the Colts quarterback may be just a little bit better. All right, the Jaguars raised some eyebrows the way they beat up on the Chargers. If they win in Philly, we'll all be talking about them. But that's a tough task, Tony. Yeah, I cannot see them uh, going to Philly and beating them. Uh, not the way Philly's playing right now. The Philly's defense is good. I mean, they they put a spanking on the Chargers last week in 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 L.A. So, but it's going to be a tough task for for them. I mean, you know, they, they they got a young team, but Philly's playing some good football right now. So I got to go with Philly. You asked me about this one earlier today, Tony. I wish this was the Sunday night game. Uh, Bills at Ravens, game of the day, and both teams. Well, the Ravens coming off a win over the Patriots. They lost in week two. Bills mm-hmm. coming off their first loss. Uh, great showdown in Baltimore. Two and one, both are two and one. Uh, the, the thing about the Bills right now is their defense. They're they're really hurting on defense. Uh, offensively, they're going to score some points, but you know when you got a defense that's hurting and you're going up against Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, I, I it's going to be tough. It's really like a toss up to me, and but I I want to favor Buffalo because of Josh Allen, yeah. because of Diggs, but. Then I think about Lamar Jackson, and I think about their defense, uh, the Bills' defense, how it's hurting right now. I'm taking Baltimore to win. Great game. Uh, It's in the 1 o'clock window on Sunday. Uh, We'll talk more Cardinals-Panthers tomorrow with Tony Dunn and Chandler, but uh, all you got to do, Chandler, to get to 500 and feel a little good about yourself is beat the Cardinals on Sunday. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. It's that simple. Do it. say it's hard. It's it's that simple. Where are they playing at? In In Charlotte, and it's at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Got a chance. Uh, Green Bay, big favorites over your Patriots. Tony, might be Brian Hoyer starting. Not looking good. Yeah, he's going to be on 14. <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're not going to beat uh, Green Bay in Green Bay against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will not get beat by, by Moyer. <laughs> won't happen. All right. We'll guarantee? Hoyer, whatever his name is. That is a guarantee. Guarantee. Uh, what's your prediction for East Carolina and South Florida, Tony? I I, I feel the the guys are going to bounce back. I, I really feel, but I'm, I'm I'm walking by faith and not by sight. Mm. All right. <laughs> 
Sometimes I, you got to believe. So you just got to believe that this is going to happen. I hope it happens this week. We're going to have some good play calling. We're going uh, to we're going we're going we're gonna to make our special teams going to be good, and you know we're, we're going to play good football and we're going to win. It might be close, but I hope not close enough that we have to kick field. And you're not going to have to vent when. <laughs> and you're not going to have to vent when you come back on the show next Thursday. I hope you're right, man. Tony, we love your humor, and uh, sometimes you got to get real, and you did earlier today. So Damn. appreciate you being here, man. All right. Touchdown, Tony Collins joining us today on PRL. Chandler, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, same with CJ, Shirley, and all you fine folks as well. We'll be back with you Friday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.